Hey everybody, you're listening to the all-new Anti-Fanboy Podcast, episode 384. It's the week of January 17th, 2021. Uh, I'm not used to that one. Uh, I'm Steve O'Teary. I am Devin Kopech. And I'm Tim Lucas, filling in for Chris Galani and John Suarez. I've got a lot of feet to fill. Yeah, they just had their baby. Congratulations, Chris and John. Um... (laughs) Well, actually, you, you know what happened to Chris, right? Shit into a sub pump. Now, this is what happens when you shit in a sub. So this is what I found out. Because uh, he's like, hey, guys, not feeling that well. We're like, what happened? He's like, well, I shit into a sub pump. But here's the thing. You're not supposed to put things into a sub pump. So what happens, what he found out was that the sub pump will actually like force the thing that you put in there out. Like, you know, you throw like a leaf in there. It's not going to do anything. But if you try to put a whole Galani sized turd into said sub pump. Yeah, like, like like solid material. So here's the thing. It went right back into him. Oh, and he's like, man. I'm not feeling, he's like, I'm feeling kind of weird. And like, listen, you know, comes out, comes in. It's not really going to be, but who knows what else came out of the sub pump with him. Right. And right. also he's worried. He kind of tore some butthole walls. I don't know what the term is, but the uh, butthole BTW. walls. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's like, my God, my or bloodstream. <laughs> I was going to say, what's so, the T for? <laughs> so right now he's at the hospital getting his butthole checked out, making sure no poop went into his bloodstream. I didn't hear any of that, but he did text me yesterday uh, at 3 p.m. It says, going to Arby's to own the libs. Uh, it, he With an entero okay. bang at the end. And I don't, yeah, so that would explain. I don't know why he's why there's a question about it. Yeah, you know, that does that make sense? Explain the, the Maybe poop, he was the asking poop too. if it's owning to own the libs? Maybe he's like, am I owning you? I don't consider myself a liberal. I consider myself a communist. Well, Well, you better get owned, buddy. Yeah, you better get owned by that Chris Anytime I I look over at the former Soviet Union, I go, get owned, commie. You know what? They they just need to rebrand. The name communism is the only thing that people They did. It's called the filthy libs. No, 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 no. That's like somebody went goofy. Here, I'll tell you what what we call it. Okay. Uh, uh, sh- uh, Scientology. No, Tim. Okay. The movementarians. Share fans. They're fans of sharing. Oh, because we oh, believe like, in life after love. Maybe. Tim. Wow. That was, a long, <laughs> that was a long silence, guys. You really let me out to try on that one. Oh, I share. I get it. Tim. Tim, you moved a little quick for me. Yeah, see, we're, we're talking great. about sharing, Tim, not uh, popular Sonny Bono. Oh, I thought you meant share fans, like C-H-E-R. That's the joke. Oh, okay. Now, people are saying at this point, uh, someone would have put their foot down and said, stop this. This is shenanigans. I've got no time for those. We we only had two episodes of Wandavision this week, so we got <laughs> well. Hey, do you guys want to hear? I watched a trio of, of weird movies this week. Okay, none that Let's really. They don't connect. This is the oh. antithesis of a Galani. Oh, a Galani gauntlet. This is. So a, I watched. A, I watched a, uh, collective. I watched the movie Kong Skull Island. Okay. I watched the movie Mid Nineties, and then I watched the movie Highlander. Uh. I've there was still never seen Highlander. You've never seen it, so that was the thing. No. I had really never sat down and watched Highlander as like an adult, right? Or even somebody that could like follow the plot, right? It was always like, 
well, that's the guy from Mortal Kombat. And then there was also the TV show, which I had watched a few episodes of. Right. Um, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Christopher Fortress. So, so Christopher Lambert plays Connor McLeod. And I can't think of the actor's name in the show, but he plays Duncan McLeod. Now, Duncan mm. is definitely a cooler name than Connor. Yeah. yeah uh, but that. it's funny because Christopher Lambert is clearly French Canadian. <laughs> so well, yeah, McLeod is kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a mixed bag, but I had forgot how fucking great the theme song for Highlander is, uh, which I, I don't know. I don't know if this is the actual title, but it's the queen song, uh, I think called immortal. It's like, okay. I am a mortal inside me runs the blood of Kings. And I was like, this fucking rules. <laughs> and also that movie starts out with him at Madison square garden, watching the fabulous Freebirds wrestle. And I was like, what the fuck is this movie about? And then he, uh, then he cuts off some heads and I was like, and Clancy Brown is wonderful in it. And, uh, oh, he's I, always a trigger. I am like invested. And the problem is Highlander two is not streaming anywhere at all. Dang, like, dude, what are you going to well, do? The problem, there can only be one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there's like seven. Uh, and I read, the only thing I know about it is I read Clancy Brown's experience uh, as to why he didn't show up in the sequel. Cause he's like, it's fucking weird. It's stupid. Uh, it, they're like, there's, they're on different planets. He's like, it's really stupid. And then Christopher Lambert approached him. He's like, are you going to do it? And he's like, He's like, Chris, have you read the script? It's horrible. He's like, I helped write the script. And he's like, all right, then wow. never mind. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, but he's like, yeah, I, I did not do Highlander 2. Uh, unless he did. I don't know because I didn't see it. But uh, yeah, Highlander's kind of silly, but I kind of loved it. I remember when we were teenagers, Devin, you used to get mad at Steve and I because we had not seen Highlander. And <laughs> He used to say it's like perfectly on brand for us to be huge Highlander fans, and we had never seen it. Well, one that still is true. Okay, that is still true. Um, and yeah, you should at least have watched the show, you fucking plebs. Did you watch the show? Yes, I watched the show. That's where <laughs> I think. How did you watch it? Uh, well, on, it on like TV, Hercules and, Steve. Like Hercules and Xena, like CW yeah, afternoon show. I don't know. It was okay. It was a CW Wait, show. I, well. Yeah, wait, so Highlander. Well, before it was CW, of course. It was like Hello a UPN show. show. UPN 57. Airing. Let me see. Where did it air? Six. There were six seasons. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Uh, syndication. I don't know. 119 episodes. I really don't care. No, I'm I'm not going to lie. I don't care what channel that. Uh, Highlander was on. Not I do actually a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, so, I'm in the, I'm so you in watched the, Highlander. What were the other two? So I watched Highlander, and then so that was the last movie. Uh, in the middle, I watched the movie Mid Nineties, which is a Jonah Hill written and directed movie. Um, okay, I've never heard of this. So yeah, it yeah, was kind of like it was kind of only notable because like Jonah Hill, this actor, wrote and directed a movie. He would do uh, that for Superbad. That's what he was known for, right? I don't. He didn't direct. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he wrote super yeah, yeah. He, he wrote. Super I think he co-wrote it. Yeah, yeah. But still, like you know, ooh, Express, too. Was, was but again, he wrote. He wrote that with oh, like Rogan, and he wrote. Bad. 
I mean, he was definitely, well, he was definitely in Superbad. Rogan wrote Superbad, and he was in it. Yeah, but but basically, this was like, he, he wasn't, you know, like, Joe, Seth Rogen is not, Joe Rogen, uh, Seth Rogen is not in this <laughs> movie. Like, Evan Goldberg's not in this movie. Uh, Evan, Evan Goldberg, Goldberg winner. Uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, so Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg wrote super bad. But point being is uh, I'm watching this movie and it's about like, you know, a kid in the mid 90s um, kind of doesn't have any friends. He has an older brother, but he's he's like seven or eight years older. So it's like kind of weird. His brother like beats the shit out of him sometimes uh, like older brothers do, of course. And uh, and then he befriends this group of skater kids. And, you know, it's kind of like that lifestyle. Now, the thing was, is I was like, this is pretty good. I mean, it's nothing phenomenal, but the kid, the kid in it is really, really good. Uh, and I was like, why does this kid sound so familiar? And I looked it up and he plays Atreus in God of War. And I was I like, oh, shit, there it is. There it is. Was he and a boy? <laughs> he did play a boy, Steve. He played a he slash him. Uh, he's a young boy in the mid nineties. No, no, I meant like because uh, he does have an antagonistic father figure who calls him. Uh, the father is not in the picture. Uh, like I said, mm. he really has an older brother. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. And then he gets into some weird. So I was watching that with my mother, and there's a scene where he like hooks up with like a girl. And uh, my mom's like, how old were you when that happened? And I was like, oh, God, I hate this. I hate everything about this. Moms have the worst questions. They do the worst. Moms, I don't think moms know the power they hold with how (laughs) immediately weird they can make any situation. You'll just be watching something. They'll just drop the weirdest thing on you. They're like, that happened to me, and that's how you got pregnant. It's like, what? None of that made sense, Mom. Stevie, you would never rape, would you? I'm like, what? (laughs) What? Why were you watching Irreversible with your mom, Steve? No, it's just it's probably um I think, <laughs> I think Buffy. that came up from watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia because Dead uh, because because of the implication. implication. <laughs> 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 I was watching that and uh, you know, weird question. Okay. I mean, the response automatically no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but um, did you wait, at least so you're, tell you're her watching... like, mom? That's a weird question to ask. <laughs> So I just want to take a second. So you were, (laughs) I just wanted to eat my lunch in peace. You were watching the episode of it's always sunny with the whole bit about, because of the implication. Yeah. And your mom took that to be like, you were watching an instructional video (laughs) on how to get women onto a boat. I used to to be concerned. Your mom even felt like she had to ask you that. It's more, it's my look at you. And I feel like I got to ask. It's more of a, like, trying to find something to have a discussion with, with someone yeah. I feel, where it's like, if there was a picture of a street, my mom would be like, you would never go to the street at night. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I have gone to the street. Right, mom? You're like, shut the fuck up, mom. I hate you. Oh, get out of so, here. So Devin, you didn't uh, elaborate on the important part of that story. Is oh, did you uh, answer your mom honestly when I she si- asked how I old you? I sidestepped the question. I said not at that age. I will agree. Okay. Uh, so whatever vertical limit came out, if I remember the story correctly. <laughs> yeah, two thousand. And you know what? The, no, it was not two thousand. 
Actually, Steve, you might be right there. Um, yep, 2000 film. All right, 2000. Steve, how old you know, was I? Wait, I how no, I'm just I? really good at fucking movie dates. Okay. Uh, so uh, Devin, you were born in 1986, so you would have been about 14. Okay, so the kid beat me by a year. Lucky him. <laughs> Lucky him. But I said, I said, not that age. And my mom went, oh. And I was like, I'm uh, just... I pray. I was like, do not ask any more questions about this. Should have just been like 25. I'm very, very against those types of conversations with my parents. Some, some people are okay with that. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I, I'm like, I, my mom, as far as my mom <laughs> I think knows. It's, I think it's like how you are addressed by your parent where it's like some relation, some some people's relationship with their parent is like very like their friends, like kind of, yeah. which is but, also but like, weird. I mean, here's the thing though, like Steve, again, not to not to get too personal, but I feel like you have like more of those types of conversations with your mom than I would even have. Oh well, my mom presents me with these. These aren't things that we are sharing. Uh, it's more <laughs> of a one sided. But but like but like these I don't things know. on you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm traps. Really like, They're like oh, Right. Like the one time I told my mom anything remotely personal about like relationships and things like that, it was mainly like a heads up. I was like, hey, just so you know, me and so and so broke up. So like you won't see her around the house anymore. And her response was, well, that doesn't surprise me. And I was like, (laughs) okay. Okay. We're just never, never again. Like never again. You tried. My mom's a sweetheart, but man, she's got some. That's 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 my grandma coming through. Mm. My grandma is a cold, cold lady. I also think moms just have like a magical, accidental, passive aggressive like pattern. Like, because that, oh, yeah. that rings true with my mom. My mom is like the sweetest person in the universe, but she will find the exact moment to say the exact wrong thing. Exactly, exactly, mm. that, exactly. And that. after the fact, she'll be like, "Oh shit, I definitely shouldn't have said that." Oh, but yeah. in the mom, meantime, the damage is already done. My mom was like, oh, okay. And I was like, all right. All right. Just, I said, just let you know. <laughs> like, we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to get any deeper into this. Like, we're just letting you know. So and so will not be around the house anymore. And uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wonder what you did. And I was like, okay. Don't Jeez. pick up the pizza. <laughs> Devin, go get the fucking pizza. And that Santini's and get that pizza. I'm How dare you? What was the uh, what was the last movie you watched? I'm sorry, oh, I forgot uh, the title already. Kong Skull Island. Oh, how how was that? Because you know I remember what? people saying it wasn't that bad when it first came out, and I didn't believe them. It really wasn't that bad. I mean, okay. for somebody who has HBO Max, I was like, let me just fire it up. It's Brief. not that bad. Um, to be fair. Um, I've been slowly but surely getting more comfortable with watching movies in parts. Oh, like, like I was I'll watching the movie and I was getting kind of sleepy and I'm like, you know, I'll just pause it and I'll watch it the next day. So I kind of watched in two parts, which didn't hurt the situation. Um, but now it's, it's not that bad uh, of a movie. It's, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is John C. Riley in that movie or am I making that he up? Is. That no, he is in that movie. And that was the thing. <laughs> like, I, uh, I guess it's not really a spoiler, but like the movie starts with a World War II pilot crashing and then he 
crashes alongside uh, a, a Japanese soldier and they try to kill each other on this island. And uh, then Kong shows up and then it's like title card. And then it's like fast forward to the, the 60s, the Vietnam War era. And then John C. Rye is like, I've been on the island for fucking 20 <laughs> years. And you're like, OK, that's, that's cool. So John C. Um, Riley was the World War II pilot? He was the World War II pilot, yes. I would love a movie that is John C. Riley just flying a plane in World War II. To yeah, be perfect. I know. <laughs> but this was, you know, they didn't de-age and they just hired some young, attractive actor to play. Gotcha. And I was like, wait wasn't a second. The- I was like, Tim, and I know, the- but I was watching and I said, wait, is John C. Riley in this movie? He's the pilot, <laughs> I bet. And then sure enough, he showed up. Tim, I think they made that movie with John C. Riley. It's called uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin, I think. <laughs> no, no. Um, Red Tails? I'm on IMDb. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that the George Lucas, that movie George Lucas is known for, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. I think that's his big hit. Have you guys ever seen We Need to Talk About Kevin? Uh, no. Because um, when I saw I it, I thought I it was did. about We Need to Talk About Kevin Nash. You know, big uh, sexy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is this the one with no? Never mind. So where John C. Riley is married to Tilda Swinton, and it took me out of the movie because <laughs> I was like, "That's a weird pairing." You're like that's like being married to a fucking ethereal. Thank you. Couldn't um, could say the word. Couldn't land the joke. John C. Riley was married to an elf. It would yeah, just be yeah, weird, like an ethereal right? being. It's like okay, cool. Well, it's uh, very good. I, I would recommend that one. For me, it's like a dwarf um, who is shaved. And like, <laughs> like that's the plot where like elf and dwarf. Um, God damn it. Now I want that to be a movie, Steve. <laughs> I just uh, live in modern times. So maybe that's so, what the new Amazon uh, Lord of the Rings series is going to be about. I know exactly what that movie is going to be about. But real quick, let me finish out my Kong Skull Island review. Please do. Um, he, <laughs> there's kind of a cool sequence, a fight. So the bad guy monsters are so boring looking. They're very bland and uninteresting looking creatures. And basically the thing is, is he just fights a bigger version of that. And that's like the big fight scene at the end. Okay. But the cool thing is, is they're fighting and he gets tied up inside some sort of like a, like helicopter wreckage or something like that. So he or like a submarine or something like that. So he basically gets chained up to this thing, breaks out, and then he has basically what amounts to a giant gorilla with cha- blades of chaos. And he starts fucking swinging these like big blades and chopping this thing up. And I was like, you know what? That's a pretty cool visual. I'm not going to lie. It's <laughs> pretty into that. It's pretty into that Being visual. Girl. 7 out of 10. Loved it. So, you know what? It got the good sit from that scene. Hey. Not again. Like, I'd say barely crosses the good sit threshold, but you could do a lot worse. Trust me. Congratulations. Kong so Skull I would Island. say, I would say Highlander was the best. Kong Skull Island Second best mid nineties. It's fine. It's fine. That's, that's cool. Um, so if you're looking for a hot trilogy, there you go. What did you do this week, Steve? Uh, I finally be bloodstained. Oh, not uh, defend more rape accusations from family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Left and right, I am fighting off. <laughs> it's weird. Like if there, if Ted Cruz is on a TV and I'm in the I room. Wasn't even room my mom is like are you a murderer too i'm like no <laughs> leave me alone 
Stevie, are you the Zodiac killer? Stevie, I've been been on these websites. Of course you're not the Zodiac. You can't be BTK and the Zodiac. I was on (laughs) 69chan, Stevie, and I was told. Bacon tomato killer. Stevie, take a look at the the cipher. Can you tell me what this says? (gasps) I, 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 I knew it. The the arrests are coming soon. Finally, beat Bloodstained, and um, that game's fine. Fine. Uh, Wait, did I you restart it? Fine. What's that? Did you restart? Because you you were playing yeah, it for a while. It. So I, I started on PC back when it first came out, and I got I got to the very first fake ending, kind of. Okay. Uh, and there, like at that point in the game, I was already frustrated because that game is terrible with its breadcrumbing. Uh, I think there are points in that game where it just is like, okay, you beat this boss. Here's a thing, and then you do the thing you're supposed to do, and then it just doesn't work. Uh, for example, there's a point where uh, you f- you I'm trying to remember uh, the actual order, but there's a point where you have to. Uh, fight a monster and you get a photo plate or not a photo plate. Yeah, you do. You get silver phosphate, which you take to your, uh, your shop area. And then you get a photo of yourself taken. So you're like, all right, I got it. I got that photo. I can progress in the game. No, 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 you can't. So you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? You're supposed to go talk to the librarian character who you have a conversation with once and at no point does he ever mention that until you talk to him again with your photo. So and he's like, oh, I'll make you an ID so you can get on board the train. That's why. Why? And there's like multiple points throughout the game that are like that. So it just gets like kind of tiresome. But like since I was prepared for it this time, I knew what I was in store for. I 100% of the castle. I got the true ending. Um... I, I mean, if you like Symphony of the Night, absolutely play this game. Uh, but um, it's just I think uh, if, if it's not in your your wheelhouse, don't bother. I think that um, I have also played Bloodstained, and I think that its problem is that it is trying to act like it's still 1997. Like there are some shit, there's some shit that happens in Symphony of the Night that unless you are in the know, you're not going to know what to do. Right. Right. But this game adds like five more of those instances and doesn't have a single line of dialogue or like item in a book or anything that will point you in the right direction. So you will spend, if you don't want to use guides, you will spend like hours looking for the right thing to do. And and I think it's unfortunate, but I think this game like makes you use guides. It, it like, kind of does. There are points where I'm like, what the fuck do I do next? And then it's right. like, oh, you have to kill this enemy to make sure you get its soul to swim? I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Like, what? That's like my least favorite thing. Like, this game is filled with crafting, filled with farming. Yeah. And I hate that shit. Because it's a fucking side-scrolling action game. I'm not trying to play Minecraft, you know? Most like farming I want to do is what I did in Area of Sorrow, where it's just like, oh, I'm having so much fun collecting souls. Let me do this. Not, the only times, oh, yeah, you I have th- to get nine souls of each in order to get it max rank. Like, what? Right. Yeah, that's just, blo- that's just bloating the gameplay. Yeah. The only times I like farming, or I feel like farming is should be 
accepted is like if it's required for a secret or mm-hmm. like an end game, like an ultima weapon, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Kingdom yeah. Hearts, I farmed the fuck out of that because I was looking for the right things to get the, you know, the final weapon or to get the whatever I need it. Like Final Fantasy, same type of thing. But in order to just progress through the story, right. it's yeah, pretty that annoying. That sucks. Uh, I think it's the game has some cool secrets, though. Like, um, there's a little 8-bit secret area. Uh, they just added uh, this week an, um, a classic mode to the game, which makes it play like the original Cla- Castlevania. That's cool. Like, in what way? It is cool. like, what do you mean? Like, the game, no, like, the game like, it's, it's, not like a, it's not like a Metroidvania. It's just like a Castlevania 1, 2, 3. Oh, so like, like, uh, like Curse of the Moon or whatever it is. Yeah. The 8-bit Bloodstained like games that are based. Yeah, yeah. So like you have like a sword whip and you're just like you're just playing a Castlevania style. Did you, like, did you ever beat the second one of those Curse of the Moon? No, I didn't. That one I don't know what it was. The first one I hard. loved. The second one was just like rage inducing. It was, but I still I still loved it. I uh you know not kind of comparable, but not really. Uh so I played the messenger and oh, I love uh, that Everybody's yeah. like, oh, you're going to live. So this is that. And like, I really enjoyed it. But as soon as I got to the, the 16 bit part, I was like, I'm done. It was like, I'm done. Like I'm, I, I beat it. Cause it was getting, it was just getting kind of hard. Like to the point where I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is kind of becoming like laborious. Yeah. It was like, this is uh, the only reason I can't get to this thing now is because like, I haven't figured out the c- correct sequence of things I need to do to make the jump. Mm. as opposed to like oh there's not like an item that i'm missing it's like oh i'm just like not skilled enough and then i was just like eh, i think i'm good i think there, i'm good there's a boss battle in that game that made me made me freak out and then when i changed my approach entirely on how to fight that boss it was super easy and i was like my brain was blown by that <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like what the fuck i was like because i was treating it like it was an nes game but like the second i just like went nuts on it and was like treating it like a speed runner it was the easiest thing in the world it was really weird yeah yeah it's um and, and i mean again not really the same type but if we're just talking about things we've been playing uh, I kind of gave Hades a break, like a, like a week and a half break, and yeah. it was weird. I was watching something. I don't know what the deal was, but I was like, let me put this on, and I'll Highlander? play. Was it Highlander? Were you watching <laughs> no, Highlander? no. It wasn't a movie. I think it was like a YouTube, it was something on YouTube. Mm. But I was um, I was like, let me just play it on handheld, because again, I, I have it on mm-hmm. Switch. And I was like, this is going to be tough, because it's like I'd never played on the Switch, and again, I hadn't picked it up for like a week and a half, two weeks. Right. And I got the furthest I ever got. I was like, God damn it. This is annoying because it was just like, now I got like, I was kind of ex- like expecting to do it, die pretty quickly. And things like, okay, let's got my fix. And I was like, Oh no, I got to fucking play it another like seven rounds. Um, I but like I, I've a small amount of input lag whenever you play a game on the switch on TV, as opposed to when you play it handheld. Like whenever I try to catch fish in Animal Crossing handheld, yeah, perfect every time. When I try to do it on my TV, sometimes I fuck up. Interesting. Mm. I mean, it, it was just odd because because like again, I prefer playing on the TV infinitely more. Um, right. Me too. 
I don't like getting too active with the switch controller because I feel it bending. You know what? You know what I mean? This is like yeah. those latches are fine, but like oh, the the Joy Cons. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. When, like, when the, on. like when I'm just playing, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! Like I just know it's not really designed for like aggressive play and, and again, you're I'm not like losing my mind playing this game but yeah but it's also not designed for your monkey bastard hands either that's also true um but i i did i think finally hit the point where i'm like okay i'm just like not I, i'm not progressing like i need to just be better at the game to progress further at this moment uh and i start hitting that wall and i died like two or three times after that first run and I was just like, okay, because like I have all of the key, like I have all of the skills, they're not all maxed there. out, but right. now I'm like, okay, like if I wanted to like get a better skill, I have to just specifically just burn runs to only get, you know, the purple gems or like the mm-hmm. money. Like basically my runs are turned into like instead of me trying to beat the game, I'm just like, all right, I guess I'm just going to focus on this and that and this, which I feel like should be after I beat the game at least once. But I don't know if it's a skill thing or if it's just the way I'm looking at it. But I'm just like, oh, I'm starting to hit the wall a little bit. on Hades. I, I can definitely understand how that is possible. Uh, but I think Hades is one of those games where you can play it for a long time. And each, even if you're just dying and or failing, you're still getting darkness gems to go and, you know, buy an extra life or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so even if you're failing, you're making progress. It's just a matter of, you know, putting in the time or. Uh, I mean, I've definitely died to some bullshit in that game before and been mad about it. But at the same time, um, you get but I feel like it, it does a really good job of meeting out progression so that even if you're dying, you still feel like you're getting yeah. something out of it. And I mean, I'll, most I'll, roguelikes do not do. And yeah. That, and I will agree. Sucks. I will agree with that hardcore. And and now, like I said, I've kind of hit the point where I'm like, I'm not even feeling like I'm getting that much progression. So I'm like, OK, like, all right. Like, because again, you die, I get to talk. Well, I, I just I right now I've been just doing whatever's highlighted. So I okay. get points. Um, I, and again, it's like, I feel like the boons and the upgrades. So I, I like, I don't really have a weapon. I'm like, this is my favorite. I don't care. Like it's, I'm just like, well, the spear can be insane or it can be garbage. Like, right. Uh, again, like I, I had typically had not had all that much success with the starting sword. And then I picked it up after two weeks and I got further than I ever gotten before. And I was like, okay sure (laughs) all right fine and then the next two runs i couldn't get past the first boss and i was just like oh god damn it okay like this uh in the early stages of the game the bow carried me pretty far uh the furthest the the first time yeah the first time i got really far was with the bow and i was like oh oh sick okay there's a there's an upgrade for the bow at one point where it makes uh your arrows homing if i remember yeah, so the second aspect of the bow, I think it costs like three Titan blood to unlock or whatever. Uh, it makes your oh. X button, your your volley, uh, hit the, la- the like the last thing that you touched with. Okay, <laughs> so, so okay, I don't melt, even think I'm. You can melt enemies. All right, so that might be an issue too because I have I've been acquiring Titan blood, but at no point have I found a use for it yet. And I don't yeah. know what you do to get the use. Uh, 
if you walk up to the items uh, and like pick it up, do you get a, do you get like the screen that like shows you what they do? Like if you yeah, select- well, you're talking about like the Zeus boons or what, you know, it's like Zeus, Aries, whatever. And then you pick the uh, three like, options. When you go to pick up the, uh, well, yeah. Uh, but when you're picking the weapon, not like, you know, at the end of a level or whatever. No. Oh, so like in the very beginning. Yeah. When, but when you're in your room and you pick a weapon to head out. Oh, hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to pick this up right now. Cause are you telling me that I've been just bypassing this very important thing in this fucking game? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't remember Okay, like, hold on. And you <laughs> unlock that ability to have the extra aspects? So you know how mad I'm going to be right now? To, if I'm going <laughs> to delete this game immediately. Okay, hold on. Uh, so I have the thing. So it's like pick your weapon. Yep. So you're in your room and uh, Skelly is standing in the center of the... Yeah, but so right now it's just like equip. That's the only option I have right now. Right. So hit equip and then yeah. hit equip again on the spot where you're standing where the weapon is. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Are you kidding me? The game doesn't tell you this. I think it pretty clearly does at one point. Oh I think Scully tells you. Oh my! I've been no wonder why I've been feeling like shit because I'm like I'm playing with baby weapons. Right. Oh. So now you spend Titan blood to upgrade any of the aspects, and you can <sighs> read the different aspects of each weapon. Are you kidding? And it me? will tell you like you know what they yep. do. The second aspect of the bow gives you a homing shot on your ex on your uh, your secondary oh, this, attack. Of course. So, I, yeah. Oh my god. I, why are you mad at me? <laughs> I'm not, no, no, I'm not mad at you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I have seven good. Titan blood. Right. So and if you're trying to clear the game, I would buy the second aspect for the bow immediately. The aspect of Chiron? I or, think so. I think it, whichever one makes your uh, your volley home wait, in on the last thing critical, you hit. There's critical. Oh, let's buy this. And then aspect of Chiron, your special automatically seeks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Aspect of Chiron is the one you want. Oh, God. That carried me through my first four clears, probably. That's how I got my first win, too. You yeah. fucking kid. All right. You know Okay. Because you just fucking, you get any uh, ability that increases your special damage. Oh, my God. Now my weapon looks different, too, like visually? Yeah, dude. What the f- All right. No, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> dude. Well, one, Tim, thank you. Because awesome. now that gives, uh, opens up a whole new world of, uh, of, of options. But uh, a little mad that... Uh, didn't know about that. You know what? Hit Skelly. Go for it. Yeah, just, I'm, no, no, I'm out of conversations with Skelly. No, no, I, was, I mean, I mean, beat him up. Just beat the trash. Oh, out yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that was what I meant. Why I was like, oh, I feel like I'm starting to hit the wall a bit because, like, I've run out of conversations with some characters already. Right. And so now, as you unlock um, like powers for your weapons, you'll either un- do you have every weapon unlocked yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. As you play with the weapons, you'll unlock the hidden right. fourth aspect of each weapon. Yeah, well, that's I didn't know what that did. I was like, oh, cool. I thought it was just giving me lore. About oh, the no. No, you're unlocking the ability to unlock the last aspect of each weapon when they're like, you know, when they give you the special power words, you have to speak to it or whatever. You know when you like pinch your, your nose when you're like frustrated? Yeah. Like I'm about to smash mine in half. Your nose, <laughs> just like the bridge of your nose. I'm at the yeah. crush it. Okay, well, okay. Well, you know what? Oh, you're, you're, I'll give you the updates when I'm fucking. All right. All oh, right. I just beat it. I just beat it in one try. <laughs> it <was> easy peasy. <laughs> All right. We need, we need to. We need to kind of get it back on track. Andy. No, Steve. That's, that's true. Very important to my enjoyment of life. It's time to talk about Wandavision. Hell yeah, uh, man! So this is the first week. Um, 
WandaVision debuted. Uh, it's the first Marvel series from yes. Kevin Feige. And the first Marvel Plus. anything in like a year. Yeah, that, that almost is true. a full year. Like I think what Endgame was May, April, late April, early May, something like that. Twenty nineteen? <laughs> no, yeah. was it? Yeah, dude. Holy yeah, dude. shit! And yeah, we were, come out during the coronavirus. So we were fucking do, my friends. Yeah. Uh, so the last thing to come out from this from Marvel was Spider Man. Uh, well, that's technically Sony, but right. Well, you can say MCU. Counts. Yeah. So Spider-Man July. Or like Ant-Man um, 3 or whatever. Something came out. Sure. It had been but, a while. It had been yeah, a while. And this is the first Mar- or Disney Plus TV show offering. And um, right, right out the gate, let me get impressions from everybody. WandaVision. So my impression, I am... Uh, love it. Uh, I am not somebody who <laughs> generally gives that much of a shit about MCU things. Like, I, I'll i see them eventually, but, like, I don't go out of my way to, like, see them in theaters or what have you. And, uh, like, there's a bunch of Marvel stuff in the pipe, and some of it, like, I think, like, oh, that sounds cool or whatever, but WandaVision is such an off-the-wall concept that I was, like, immediately interested, and I watched both episodes back-to-back and was like, oh, I think I really like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's my initial impression after two episodes. Yeah. But, Devin, you hated it, right? I loathed it. I, I, just, I was like, <laughs> it's black and white. I don't understand it. You got color for a reason. Use it. Um, no, I... Uh, I I was pretty interested in this. Me and Chris, uh, I know he's not here, so I won't get too deep into it. I'll let him, I'll let him take his L in person. He's, but he's that butt we we would have some debates because he was like, I'm kind of burnt out. This, that, and the other thing. And I was excited because this was weird. And then there was a discussion of like, well, how weird? You know, it's going to be Doom Patrol level weird. Probably not. But I sure. my whole thing was, was I'm all for getting as weird as you can probably get with a property as big as Marvel right. as it is right now. And they got real weird with it. And, and in like a kind of a, like a, a manageable way, right? It's like, well, first of all, I, I as part of me is also almost frustrated. Cause I was like, I think I would love this even more if it was all, if I could just binge it. Sure, because because these episodes are somewhat short. I think they're like thirty five minutes ish. Yeah, the first one was like twenty nine, s- and this one was yeah. the second one was thirty five, like a sitcom length. And I'm right. like, oh my god, I need so much more of this. But it feels um, like it was like because at the end of the first episode, they go with like a weird Marvel title sequence at the very end, right? And I was like. At some point, do they plan to just take all the episodes and just put them in a line to make it a movie? I mean, could be. Could. I mean, I, um, I think the guy said it's so it's six episodes. <laughs> and, and it's <laughs> all Zack Snyder movie, but oh, it would be a three hour movie at that point, then if it's six 30 minutes. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's kind of what the guy said. Uh, oh my God, now I feel like a jerk. But I believe it was all written and directed by the same guy. Mm. I think he did every episode and I think he also directed. But yeah, essentially, he's like, I just made like a three, four hour movie. Like, okay, that makes this sense. thing. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but no, in general, though, uh, I, I love it. Uh, I love that not only clearly it's kind of going for like, or I'm sorry, maybe nine episodes, not six, but 
the idea is that it's clearly there's something else going on to it. But on top right. of that, it, you know, it starts with like the sitcoms of the fifties and then obviously the sixties. It seems like mm-hmm. we're going to go all the way up to maybe even like modern family era of, of TV. And that's not a pun that's, I was refer, uh, referred to the actual show, the but, show. Yeah. Uh, but the idea is like, it actually I think it does like the style of shows. It's doing justice. Like, I was watching that first episode. I was like, I would totally watch this. Like, this is a completely fine episode of like 1950s. Yeah, it, it, it was it, funny. It, yeah, played it very straight. Like, at no point is it like condescending or mocking. I feel. Right. Yeah, it, it's not like mean about it. it. It's very just like no. This is like a, we just wrote a show, and this is how it would be. And yeah, it, it's paying a, like a loving homage to like the, that first episode is like a, a deeply loving homage to like the the Dick Van Dyke show. Right. I like that he phases through the chair instead of right. tripping over it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and, I mean, that's literally a replica of the Dick Van Dyke show set that they're on. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so their many. kitchen and their living room. Uh, it was weird seeing the mom from that 70s show in there though i forget that actress's name she's so uh, fun she's so I, fun. She's yeah I, I was a big fan of her um that part, I, okay, so the part in the first episode where she's like stop it and she's like laughing non-stop oh but she's like on a weird loop and she's like oh, all, yeah all like starting to like get panicked and like not crying but like you can tell that there's like an urgency in her voice oh my god right it, but like she's, she's still not dropping like the weird like fake smile yes it's like, kind it's of like so, uh, it's kind it's of like the people in Get Out when they would be like, Ugh. yeah, you know, it, it's a little bit of a uh, Deborah Rupp is her name, by the way, Deborah Joe Rupp. You know what? Give Deborah Rupp more work. Kitty yeah, Forsen herself. Um, yeah, and and again, I we were talking about like how it does play it straight, but like again, it, it's it's very clearly something is is off. Like basically from the start, right? Right. Not right. Well, even I mean, if you you could. This is arguable based on uh, <laughs> some, some some opinions people. shared on the Discord. <laughs> Which is uh, some bold opinions, but no, but I, but I mean, like we were talking about, like how it does kind of play it straight, but at the same time, if you watch the first episode, you're like, why is the Scarlet Witch in a black and white TV show with the vision who died in a movie that I saw? And like, did I miss like immediately you have questions, right? Which is fine. And it's not like lost where they're like, we're going to get to these. It's just like, we're going to ignore it until something happens, right? Until a moment happens. And even then they're like, well, when did we, when is it our anniversary? What's this? They already don't know. And then again, at the end of that first episode, uh, when Mr. Hart is, choking to death and then mrs hart's like stop it and then she's like vision help him and again the the camera work changes uh the effects that they use it's not like a silly 50s effect it's an actual like you know modern day effect when he goes in and pulls the food out of his out of his throat and things like that like right all these little things and and of course it's a kind of a weird unsettling thing and then okay episode's over and I mean, it got it got lynchy there, right? Like, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. How tight the camera got on people's faces, and uh, ugh, it was a very unsettling scene in an otherwise pretty funny episode of a 1950s sitcom. And like, I am 100 percent on board for huge franchises like the MCU taking a risk on making something this weird, this yeah. 
like niche, right? Because there's like four people in the universe that are fans of the Dick Van Dyke show and Eraserhead, and I'm one of the four. (laughs) (laughs) That that weird, uh, uh, what is that? A pyramid? Uh, Pyramid? Charts. Um, oh, Venn diagram. Yeah, Venn diagram. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the um, like it's like me and Stin, and that's pretty much it in that Venn diagram. But <laughs> I thought it was really, really good, and I, it's been a while. I, I don't watch nearly as much TV as you guys do, but there hasn't been a show since I got into Doom Patrol where I was like, I finished one episode and immediately had to watch the next one. Mm. I really yeah. like the way that first episode ends with the, you know, the camera zooming out and someone making notes in a notebook. Like they were yeah. watching this. Like, I'm like, I know, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then in the, in the next episode, we get that awesome bewitch style intro that I love. That is mm-hmm. Holy shit. That was like perfectly done. Right. It's, um, I mean, it's perfectly bewitched. Yeah. Oh, and, and you know, we, didn't, we didn't touch on the, um, the, the commercial in the first episode. Oh yeah. The, uh, the, the, the toast of Matic or the, to- what was it called? Well, there were two, weren't there? Or is that, is the second no, one? In the, the second first, one, yeah, the first one is uh, the Tony Stark toaster. Yeah. Right. And the second one is the Strucker watch, but that first one. So that had like the very first, like Lynchian moment, uh, where, oh, where like, it's beeping. The light, the light is beeping too yeah. long. Like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> camera cuts over to the spokeswoman's face, and she's just vapidly smiling as it beeps. Yeah, like, that was that's a really fucking weird commercial, but it did make me look up toasters because I needed a new one. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, yeah, and so like one of the other things I really, really liked about the second one, I think I was looking too deep into it because I actually thought that the 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 quality of the black and white had altered from episode one to two. Uh, because obviously the direction this show seems to be going is that, you know, again, the sitcom is going to kind of get more and more modernized. Um, My cat disagrees with you. I know. Clearly your cat <laughs> hates me. Uh, well, yeah, but but so, even then, right, it's like they're in separate beds then they're in the same bed. They made them. They pushed them together. Using yeah. Magic. Wanda, I think you're right about the black and white, though, Devin. Because I, I, whenever, like I was watching, I was like, whenever they lighter, this seems like a lighter tint of of black and white as opposed to the first one but i don't whenever know. I think I'm like whenever they shoot a scene that's like uh the scene in the second one with the helicopter that was mm-hmm. red um i mean you can't you have to do something because you can't you can't just like change the saturation to black and white so it's a lot of that is probably like a lot of trickery where it's like yeah. people are wearing makeup uh they probably did some weird like um keying on the helicopter to, to to keep the color but like that was probably shot in color while the other stuff might have just been shot in black and white okay so. yeah all right so i am a genius thank you yeah. um <laughs> uh can we talk real quick about my favorite character uh is it dotty uh is no my favorite character is uh, <laughs> no the yeah, guy with the mustache uh, oh your- oh um <laughs> fuck what is his name he looks like ross with a mustache yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, he is the like the comedic beating heart of that show. He gets so one line per episode, Phil, and Phil it, Jones, and it is fucking hilarious every time. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's a David Langle for entertainment, a string quartet. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, we thought a five course dinner was enough. That was my grandmother's piano. <laughs> uh, I like that he was even in the animated intro. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I, I'm kind of. I hope. Again, so so there are theories. Um, I hope he keeps showing up. I hope some of these silly little kind of one-off characters uh, kind of keep popping up here. But um, 
the other thing I really oh um some other standouts so um Geraldine um yeah is mm-hmm. she is that's Monica Rambeau um the character uh who is uh, bu- Wait, bu- bu- what? yeah yeah so that's um, from Captain Marvel Captain Marvel that was her friend's daughter because obviously this is modern so she's grown up uh, oh okay so that's Monica and oh. um Dottie are, are these theories or are these confirmed? no 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 I, I'm like not I looked at her and I said wait a second is that who I think it is and then I looked it up and she's listed as Monica gotcha okay and I was like okay that's like in 99 <laughs> percent um and uh Dottie is played by Emma Caulfield who was uh famously Anya in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and I was like okay yeah, yeah. yeah I was like her. okay yeah good for her but um I, I I'm not gonna lie I think my favorite character right now is it's a tie um it's either vision or agnes um, dude gum drunk vision was gum drunk <laughs> vision is amazing dude. doing the the magic act like uh that whole scene was great let's make this thing float okay ah! and then you know and again but it's perfectly in line with like the comedy and then the style right. that that show would be mm-hmm. um and he's wonderful. And then Catherine Hahn is Agnes. Is uh, is it Han or Han? Han? I think it's Han. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ag- Han Agnes is, is also great. Yeah, who uh, my theory, and this is not confirmed, but I think I'm on the right path here. Is she's Agatha Harkness, I think. That's that would make sense because she's she's very ingrained in the whole. I know Scarlet Witch has like a nightmare. Um, like a nightmare origin. It's like there's like 10 different origin stories, but right. Regarding the twins and vision and all that, I think Agatha Harkness plays a fairly substantial role. Do I know specifically? No, I don't even know who Agatha Harkness really is aside from like a witchy lady. But <laughs> she, I just love Catherine uh, Hans great in most things, and she plays right. that role like that sitcom character to a fucking yeah, like the, the 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 overly involved neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the, the annoying neighbor. Like, uh, Thank God I'm drunk or something. <laughs> How could anyone do this sober? That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's the <laughs> star of the show. And just like little things like that that are not only just like, it's going to be a gas. And I'm like, this right, She had some me. really funny lines uh, in that uh, second episode when mm-hmm. uh, Wanda's like, She's like, oh, I have some advice for you on it. And she's like, is it about how I'm dressed? And she's like, yes, but it's too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> And again, uh, it's like it's like they, well, I looked it up. I, I was watching some behind the scenes stuff. They filmed at the very least those first two episodes with a studio audience. Really? Yeah, I think they, they did it as as one to one as you could get. Good on them. Uh, you know, the multicam setup and anyway, that that is why those those scenes like the vision help him scene and things like that. That's why they stick out so much because they're filmed differently. Right. Oh man, this is something's something's going on here. And then obviously at the end of the second one, uh, we get color in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I would also I would avoid the IMDb because this does provide some spoilers. I think um, maybe if if you're in the know, like mm. I am. But uh, mm-hmm. Herb's great. 
Uh, I, I, Norm's great. Norm's a communist. It's <laughs> 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 a great line. They just die laughing. Yeah. Um, so at the end of that episode, like a weird beekeeper with like a yeah, that is logo the, comes I, I out. Mean, I, I know, Tim, you were talking about lynching shit. That's like the most lynching thing. Yeah, that was cr- I, like I saw that scene and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's just like, nope, and rewinds time. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, uh, oh, like, yeah, okay. okay, I get it. She's the Scarlet Witch. She can do that. But like, <laughs> what the fuck was the bee with the sword logo doing? Why was he in the sewer? And why is the sewer covered in bees? These are all questions I need answers to. Yeah. So I, I was watching, I was watching, I was deep. I was watching the lore video, not lore, uh, but lore. like Easter egg, Easter egg videos. Now, there are two main things I wanted to mention. Uh, we kind of mentioned sword a few times. Yep. Now, sword mm. in the Marvel comics stands for a sentient world observation response division. In the MCU, it stands for a sentient weapon observation response division. Ah, okay. So, because sword in the comics is very like space oriented, you know, it's yeah. shield, but it's, space. It's, the Marvel, it's the Marvel cosmic, um, you know, version of shield. Yes. Now, uh, right. Um, uh, sentient world observation and response department. Yeah. Um, now in the MCU, it's weapon, which is fine. So I think, so I guess the theory is, or the, the question is, is Wanda either trapped somewhere? Is this all Wanda's doing? Is it a mix? Like what's going on? Yeah. That's, that's the, I mean, that's the driving question of the show, right? Because yeah. And I guess that is the main question. Could mean Wanda herself, clearly, because she is a living, thinking thing that is also an Omega-level mutant. Mm. Um, but also there's that really good scene at the uh, like the Rotary Club dinner where the radio is just saying, Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Who's doing right, this to you? Right. So it's like, on one hand, Wanda clearly has a control. And when right. she loses focus, some people snap out of it. Like, Dottie's like, who are you? Like, who am I? Right. Uh, she can clearly rewind time and mm. even visions like, what's going on here? Like, what's this? What's that? I'm confused. And then she kind of explains it away. But then at the same time, it's like, who's doing this to you, Wanda? And you're like, well, what? <laughs> what's yeah. happening? Um, I, I, I. But that's the thing. Like, I could go online and look up, you know, Easter egg videos and look at the IMDb and figure out who characters are really supposed to be. But I want to be on this ride because it's yeah, so weird. The, there is no. something to be said about just letting yourself have fun with it. Um, right. That's the, I mean, that's the boat I'm in. Yeah. Uh, I, no, I it, really just want to see where it goes. And if it's him and, and land, that's a good boat. And I think, see, this is the problem though. It's like, they're again, they're not short. They're 30, 40 minute episodes. Again, that's fine. It's like perfectly a, fine. Like a 10 or 15 minute long credit sequence. That thing is fucking. <laughs> yeah. I was but, looking but at the I, spider bar and I was like, this episode can't be over. There's 15 <laughs> minutes left. <laughs> yeah, but I watch it and I'm just like, I need more. Like, I'm like, I right. need like in my fucking arm. So then, of course, I'm like, uh, so you want to hear the, 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 in my opinion, the wildest theory? Yes. Is that vision uh, is Q. <laughs> Vision oh. is QAnon. Um, so Mephisto oh, is God. involved, <laughs> and right. and the man coming from the sewer is coming from hell. And it's while well, yes, he's wearing a beekeeper. It's not bees; it's flies surrounding him. 
So uh, it's like, so he's like it's a stove based, like a pestilence thing. And yeah. Thing. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, God, I hope not. No, yeah, that's not yeah. I know that, that's, that's probably the it. wildest. That's the, and by wild, I mean, that's probably the wildest. The most out there. Sure. Most out there, but also potential because like, you know, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, they're all fucking, they're all scrolls. Like, I'm not going to. If this, yeah, if this stupid, turns but, into a Wanda gets a, a one more day scenario, I'm going to be unhappy with that. <laughs> I, I think it's yeah, going to be a kind of, like a lot of people are saying where it, it's Wanda coping with the death of vision. Right. But I think it's going to be somebody who's trying to take advantage of that while someone else is trying to save her from. Right. Like she's built this world around her. And so sword is just researching what's going on in her mind. Uh, and then yeah. I don't know, an Avenger comes and breaks her out or something. Um, yeah. I don't, I you know the, what Tim, I was yeah. talking I, Actually, I was talking to you, Tim. Um, I think this might be a way for an endpoint for Marvel to introduce mutants. I think That's that would be awesome. If she, at the end of this, she goes, how about mutants? Question mark. <laughs> how about some muties? I want some muties in here. <laughs> or it's like we find out that we've been living or we've been watching the MCU, which has been the House of M of, of the world. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, the the wine that she pours in episode one is like Italian or French for House of M. Is it? Oh, wait, really? what? Yeah, yeah, dude. Again, no. fucking Easter egg. So, uh, wait, wine, wine. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I didn't even notice. Yeah, House it's like wine. House of M wine. Uh, yeah, it's like how how this bottle of wine could be uh, Maison du Méprise or something like that. Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? That's, that's um, a deep cut. I like that. that, that yeah, yeah, it could just be. And that's the kind of thing I really like. Is like some of these could just be like fun little things. Right. And some I'm of these sure, could I'm actually sure matter. Are. Right. Yeah. I'm sure that most of them are fun little things because this is a show that has decided it wants to be a fun little thing. Mm-hmm. And then they're. I mean, I I love that they are. <sighs> The the tense moments, the Lynchian moments are coming later in the episode. So like you forget that it happens. Like by the end of episode uh two, when the beekeeper comes up out of the sewer, I had like kind of forgotten about the vision help him scene and like the red helicopter from before because like a yeah. funny sitcom episode took place in between then. Right. And yeah. Now. And so then when they go back to like the darker shit, I'm like, oh, oh, this is really good. I think they're also just like naturally paced very well. And uh, mm-hmm. the actors seem to be having the time of their fucking lives doing this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's, you could tell when they're into it, you know, you, you really can see the, uh, the range of um, yeah. the actor vision actor. So, uh, yeah. so, so because my, my, my French is poor. Uh, so the bottle, the wine bottle translates to house of contempt, but the M on the neck of the bottle is like the house of M symbol. Oh, okay. So, who knows? Um, but again, could be fun. My hot take is like I just think, unfortunately, the show is is going to get less interesting the more we find out about it. I think the more that it has to tie into the Marvel universe, the less fun it's necess- it's going to be. Yeah. You know, well, it's here, like well, coming back thing. to. I I think this this might be a major thing for this 
uh, current Marvel universe. Yeah, this could, this could be like the the transition Scarlet, into Scarlet Witch is in Scarlet Witch is in the the Doctor Strange Multiverse uh, of Madness. Yep. Yeah, um, the new Spider Man movie. They've been casting fucking Everybody. Daredevil, all the old Spider Man. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah, Wanda might have done. Uh, Wanda yeah. might do some fucking shit. Yeah, she her her mental break might lead to uh, the multiverse of madness, essentially, mm-hmm. which would be really cool. And also, like, I know the MCU is awesome. It really is. Like, I, I'm not saying that sarcastically, although it sounded sarcastic. I do apologize. Uh, I would love to see some like movies and shows and shit that are just like completely self-contained. Like, I just want, like, a cool Captain America story that doesn't have to tie into the Marvel Universe at large. Or, like, mm-hmm. some weird Elseworlds X-Men shit or something. You know? Sure. There's there's a million uh, comic book stories out there that I think could That don't need really, to involve everybody else. Right. And they could be really excellent if transferred to the screen properly. And that's why I was so excited about WandaVision, because it's a very... Like, just the concept is so off the fucking wall and is an exciting direction for a comic book-related media thing to go. It watches like a comic book. like right. And, like, Wanda and Vision are not going to punch their way out of this problem. You know? Like, no. that's that's another thing that is can be said <laughs> yeah. for it. Like, everything in the Marvel Universe is, well, we have to figure out how to punch it the right way. Like, mm-hmm. this is a very like kind of personal story to these two characters. And that's why I'm so much more interested in it than if it was like, you know, Thanos 2.0. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, again, I don't know how much of this is planned, but I really like the fact that this is the first thing we're seeing of Marvel TV because right. As excited as I am. And I am, I am very excited for uh, Hawkeye and Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier yep. and Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye, Ron, you mean Falcon? Falcon? I'm sorry, Falcon. yeah, <laughs> yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm very excited for that, right? Yeah, because um, I love U.S. Agent. Just the idea of it is is I I I don't know why I just really like that character because he's kind of a goon, but and so the, it has been a cool costume in the past. To be fair, yes, yes, but we I guess the idea like the idea of that though is like when when you look at that, you you really are. It looks it looks like Winter Soldier, which is fine. I'm not mad at that, but that is very much more of you know. Again, it sounds worse than it is, but it's kind of like more of the same, right? You're like, oh, cool, cool, right? Like it's just this, but it's going to be like a three hour version of this move of a movie, which is perfectly fine. But like, I love that we're getting something so unique and fresh first, right? So by the time, uh. I said it again, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon or Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out. I'm like, yeah, like, all right. Like, I got my dose of weirdness. Like, let me watch this. And we're going to watch these two get into hijinks. And we're going to see how, um, you know, uh, Marvel deals with uh, Republicans. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't my Uh, Captain America, you son of a bitch. I want that. Too accurate. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no um, disrespect to Republicans, even though that's not a very disrespectful. Uh, I, I am enjoying the the flow of the flow of the rollout. You know, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, no, I I think that um, they realized Kevin Feige realized with uh, the end of the the Infinity War saga, where he's like, well, if we're going to keep people interested, we're going to shake things up. We're going to have to. The yeah. expectations have been Great. set. Now yeah. let's change it. 
And, yeah, because you know, they're at the point where they're telling comic book stories, where it's like they're going to have to play against the norms that they have played for the past ten years. So, right, because they don't want to be like the comics and just retell the same stories over and over again, or make this big giant crossover like Infinity War slash Endgame, and then mm-hmm. have nothing fundamentally change for right. that universe. Yeah, and, and I mean, again, they kind of... The reason I fell off of comics in the first place was every world-shaking event did not last beyond the next, like, three months' worth of actual storytelling. Yeah. Captain America died, but Captain America's back! Batman died, but Batman is now back! Yeah, I mean, how, I feel like... Let's, let's some of this lie. I feel like some Captain America has died two or three times since I started reading comics, which has not been, you know, it's not like I've been reading since the, the fucking 80s, you know? Right. It's like, all right, this this is a lot. And again, I'm not it's not bad, but I mean it is bad, but it's not like the worst thing ever. <laughs> but uh, again, you guys are right. It's like you can't go I like the idea of like they're changing you know, the goalpost a little bit. It, it's not you like we go, we got to go bigger than Thanos and the Infinity Stones. You you really I'm not saying you can't. Like you can, but it would just be like an also ran. So let's right. fucking switch it up. Like let's just go in this direction. Mm-hmm. Let's go with a weird show. Yeah, yeah. Go with like a multiverse, right? Like, a, I mean, clearly they are because we have the multiverse of madness coming out, and every Spider-Man ever being in the new <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Yes, like I just take that opportunity to let that be the new standard for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let there be some weird stories. Bring some weird side characters. I mean, we have uh, Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming they're going to go after the Ellis version of it, and so that that's going to be, be weird. That has to be weird, right? Like, let it and just like let it be weird. Like, uh, yeah, I know that Doctor Strange is not a particularly good Marvel movie, but I did like that he beats the boss by being annoying, not by yeah. you know what I mean. Like, by he doesn't right. magic the best and win. He's actually still bad at magic and is just a pain in the ass until Dormammu gives up, and that felt like a Doctor Strange thing to do. I mean, I I remember watching that and I was like, I I don't know what had happened, but I think I'd seen Green Lantern fairly recently, either before or after that movie. I was like, Doctor Strange is just if Green Lantern was good. Like, like they hit a lot of the same beats. And I was like, oh, like, what if, because like, I mean, why am I griping about Green Lantern? I don't know, but it's like. Because you love Ryan Reynolds so much. Yeah, but it's like Green Lantern just like becomes powerful enough to beat Parallax by himself. And you're like, oh, this is the first movie. Okay. And it's like, (laughs) Dr. Strange is like, no, I'm just going to get murdered like a lot. We got to figure something out. And then he gets murdered (laughs) a lot and he figures something out. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I mean, this is way more interesting than just like whatever they did. But. Right. Yeah, man. Um, can I can I I said this and and I think we're pretty much done with the WandaVision stuff but yeah I, mean, I know we were kind of talking about like what what could lie beyond <laughs> I let me is this a weird take that I I can't stop thinking about Ben Affleck as Doctor Doom and how it could work yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, I think it could work, guys. <laughs> like, ben Affleck. Ben I don't know. Doctor Doom. I don't know. know. I think it could. That's I such a could. that's such a waste. If they did that. Is Doctor Doom a drunk? Perfect. Like, is that his problem? He's a drunk and he can't no, hold no, Steve. Donut, you're being, you're being, you're being, you're being, does he need the armor to carry his Dunkin' Donuts into the house? 
<laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, he needs a win. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Let's give him a win, guys. Put him in something good. Look, uh, the, the, for the MCU, I will not allow you to have Ben Affleck. Which, ben Affleck is a fine actor, a better director and writer, he's, he's but a, a fine sure. actor. I, I will give you that he can play a character fine, but <laughs> you can't. You cannot put Ben Affleck in the role of the best Marvel villain. Well, I can't have Mads. They already took that from me. They could they could just put a, him in a helmet. Right. Um, just put, Mads would make a decent Magneto, actually. Mads would be so much better than what he was. Like, that's, would, that's the biggest thing that I hate. Right? Really did, yeah. I actually hate that about Doctor Strange. I think that's I a fine movie. That. But I'm I mean, like, you but f- Mads Mikkelsen should not have been random wizard number two. Yeah, and the problem is too is like we we walked into it knowing that was going to happen. Like, yep, well, they're just wasting them here, and then I was like, they 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 wasted them. I think they wasted him. They wasted uh, Mads. I think they wasted Ben Mendelsohn. I mean, he's great as uh, fucking the one scroll guy. (laughs) Yeah, I I I I I I think remains to be seen Um, because he's still he's still around doing fun things. He's still around. He's doing fun things, but like he's so good. He's so good. You could have put him as as anything. I'm trying to think of other actors they wasted. Um, Idris Elba. I think they should have gave him a way bigger role. I mean, they didn't know at the time, I guess, when they casted him. Yeah, I mean, some sure. of, some of it really just was people kind of blowing up after the fact. But I mean, Idris Elba will be the first person to tell you they wasted him too. Like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, yeah. should have had a way better role than I did. I'm like, okay, sorry. Fuck. Were we recording when you and I were talking about how Christopher Walken would make a great Magneto? No, we were. We're not recording. I, mean, no, I, I don't even think I heard this. <laughs> we were. We were, we were talking about Irish accents with Christopher Walken. I don't. I don't remember Magneto. The answer to that is no. By the way, are you kidding me? All right, get, get, all right. Do the do the voice. <laughs> no, 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 the no. Voice. I don't do a Christopher Walken. Steve does uh, Walken. You know, I, I'll say this. There's Hello, there's Tim. No, you know, I Hello. hate that. There's some things I hate, and it's like anytime Christopher Walken gets brought up, you gotta do an impression. Well, it's like how you always do an impression of Highlander. Yep. Yeah, hey, it's me, the Highlander. <laughs> it's me, the Highlander. How are you doing? <laughs> he would always laugh. That's a Christopher Lambert thing more than anybody. Be like, hey, that was- <laughs> <laughs> he did it as Raiden all the time. Yeah, and I realized, I was like, oh, like, this is a him you thing. God, aren't you a lightning god? You go, yeah, because. He's like Clancy Brown. He's like, what took you so long? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this movie? I love it. Holy shit. Let's recast more. for the Highlander reboot. Let's get Tommy Lito in there as Connor. Mm. He is immortal. Inside him runs the blood of Kings. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's our, our Wanda yeah. talk. Yeah, I think yeah. we're definitely done with the Wanda. So, so uh, yeah, uh, Ben Affleck is Dr. Doom confirmed. Perfect. Um, no. Thank we you, we touched on this. <laughs> we we mentioned it, not quite this story, but we did touch on this. What is the what's the take here? Because there was a theory, and by theory, I mean there was an article that says Steve Rogers, Chris Evans is coming back as Captain America in something. Some say it was going to be a role akin to like a Tony Stark, where he just kind of pops up in a few movies here or there. Um, everybody freaked out, and then he was like. He t- sent out a tweet that said "news to me" with a shrug emoji. Yep. Um, 
do we think he's just gaming gaming the system or do we think this is true because i kind of don't want it to be true unless it was true i mean i think he's i i think there's been there's few outside of like robert downey jr and tony stark i don't think like there's ever been a better fit than like chris evans as captain america i think he's great in the role but i was thinking i was like you know what as I'm watching WandaVision, I was like, you know what? They could just do an entire Disney Plus series of Captain America having time hijinks where he's just returning the stones. Nine episodes done. You know, and yeah, there it is. Like, would that be That's good? Though? That's the thing. That's you don't suddenly. need it. You don't need it. But it's like, I, I was I like, I could that, see that happening. That, that character got his resolution to his story, and I feel like bringing him back just cheapens that. And I know I mean, like people want it. They're going to bring it back at some point. At some point, sure. But like, it's not now. It's been like a year and a half. <laughs> hey, just like this comic. One year oh, later. Come on. Wolverine's been dead for 30 days. We got to bring him back. Right. <laughs> we <laughs> need gonna, him back. Wanda's going to screw something up. And Steve's going to be like, I was happy. I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, again, I don't yeah, that. my take on that is I hope it doesn't happen. Uh, I you it sounds fake. like it sounds like they probably want him to, and maybe that got leaked, and that's why he was like, "This is the first time hearing of this." Yeah, it's uh, cool. Yeah, I mean, he's also had a weird year, so I mean, did he? Did he what? People, any any uh, anything to get people to forget that he accidentally Instagrammed a picture of his dick? You know what he did? He hired Army Hammer to send that. all those weird tweets. Hmm. He's yeah, like, he army, anybody, army, so. do me you a solid. What? That's true. <laughs> Maybe they will get him back, but he'll just play like Captain America's butt double or something. What if it's Army Hammer and he's plays Captain America? Oh, oh but no. he's eating people. Yo, zombie Captain America. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> oh, all the zombies. Yeah. Oh God. Well, that's what the What If series is for, Steve. Yep. What if Army Hammer? Was I think uh, his darkest wishes. <laughs> I think for the what if stuff, that's going to be the last um, performance of Black Panther. Yeah, yeah that is because they, they have um, Chadwick Boseman's voice. Um, no, he doesn't play Star Lord. No, he does in the what if. Wait, really? Really? Yeah, that's what the what if is. <laughs> what if they? Spoiler. What if they? It's okay. Okay. <laughs> you didn't see the trailer where he's in the Star Lord jacket. Doing Star Lord things. Uh, that's that's cool. That sounds cool. Damn it, it does. It's like, what if Black Panther was picked up by space aliens? Hmm. And I'm like, oh fuck, fuck yeah, hell yeah, brother. That's what hell I'm yeah, saying. brother. My whole watch here. some TV, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I flexed, and then I recorded myself having sex with my friend's wife. As you, you know, do. all the things Hulk Hogan does. Pasta mania running wild. And then Chris Hemsworth is going to play me in a movie. Yeah. Um, let's get out of this weird Hulk Hogan hole. Okay, Tim, okay. you like Lord of the Rings? I do. What's your favorite age? Um, the third age. Well, got some bad news for you, buddy. Oh no! Uh, the Lord of the Rings Amazon show, which is apparently going to be insanely expensive. Yeah. Um. The synopsis had come out. Uh, this epic drama is set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Uh, this is taking place during the fabled Second Age. 
of Middle Earth history. Second Age is the one where there's no information on it. There you go. How convenient. So, well, I, I mean, that's not entirely <laughs> true, but it's uh, it's the least fleshed out of the yeah, three well, ages. Age one is Cimmerillion, right? Cimmerillion? Yeah, Cimmerillion stuff. I mean, that's that's yeah. like the creation of the universe and everything. Yeah, yeah. Boring. Uh, so this is... Uh, dude, Cimmerillion fucking rules. But... Uh, I bet. All right. I bet. So, all right. Beginning in a time of relative peace, the series follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, uh, as they get <laughs> <laughs> the along... Wait, they, they typed out the burps in the yeah, press release? Yeah, it was they had a bunch of fizzy lifting drink. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, as they confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle Earth, from the darkest depths of the Misty Mountains to the majestic forest of the Ap- elf capital of Linden, to the breathtaking island of Numenor. Numenor? Numenor? Numenor. Uh, Numenor. Numenor. To the farthest reaches of the map, these kingdoms and characters will carve out legacies that live on long after they're gone. So I guess it's going to be whatever and then we're gonna find i guess the end of the show is basically the big the big last legions war right where like sauron gets his fingers cut off yeah i mean that's that's the end of the second age right right? wait so it says we are going to the second age uh starts with the founding of numenor okay so they're doing like they're doing like the you're gonna see a baby aragorn tim yeah no like i'm that shouldn't (laughs) Be, but uh well he's a numenor he's a numenor listen no he, he's a he's a dunadane he's not a oh, numenor fuck tim you're right i know i'm a i'm a fraud numenor is, a, numenor is an elf uh an elf capital it's where I'm a uh fraud so there's there's so, so the reason the silmarillion is cool is because it covers like the creation of the universe and like some of the shit that i'm seeing here like numenor is a big part of the silmarillion uh and there's a character who uh i forget all of the specifics. If I had a minute to think about it, I could probably come up with. Is them. it Sauron's like who the guy before Sauron? No, it's not oh, Morgoth. Um, okay. It is. It's an elf like leader. He's like an elf prince uh, who goes toe to toe with Morgoth at one point and almost wins because he becomes so angry that his body explodes into fire and he refuses to die until the fight is over. So even uh, though he is his body is dead, his spirit like super saiyans and keeps him like fight his corpse fighting long enough to yeah. with, uh, uh, Fingolfin. That's his name. Yes, Fingolfin. Right. Thank you. Uh, after a time, Fingolfin grew weary, and Morgoth beat him into the ground three times. He rose up and continued to fight each time. But as Mandos had foretold, no power of the elves could, could defeat Morgoth. And uh, they were right. But, <laughs> yes, uh, they were. So thing, like. I will give it a shot for sure because I am a big Tolkien fan. I understand Dude, he's problematic like at this point, but um, I don't think that this is going to be particularly filmable if this is what they're going for. Well, I mean, I mean, like you said, though, it's it's kind of a blank slate almost. They got some some big points they'll hit. We got yeah, one million dollars. The rest the is is fucking rom-com central what i think will Love actually be, all abound there are there, there are a couple of ways to do this and i think that the only way that would work is if they treat these characters like the sort of greek heroes that they were intended to be like that's very much how it was written so first age is creation of the universe and like the gods doing their god shit and the first elves second age is effectively like there's four or five really big characters 
that do some crazy epic Hercules type type, you know, trials of Hercules type shit. And they have like these legends built around them. And if they do that and focus on that as like, and not trying to tell this huge overarching story and instead tell interlinked stories that have an effect on each other, that could work. But if they're trying to like, tell me the whole story of the elf country of Numenor over the course of a season, even I, one of the biggest Lord of the Rings fans I know will be very bored with that. Well, Stephen Colbert disagrees with you, Tim. I know um, Stephen Colbert disagrees. <laughs> He's probably he and I don't see eye to eye on anything. So I think there's like a casting list. Yeah, nobody, nobody's familiar to me. Um, which I guess is fine, right? That's what you want. You don't want to know anybody. You want everybody to be an unknown. That's how the first so, movie was. So since they bought the rights. Uh, of the Tolkien estate, two hundred and fifty uh, million dollars. New Line and um, who else is it? I'm sorry. New Line Harper Collins. They're the publisher. Yeah, Harper Collins, the publisher. Yeah, like, does that mean it's going to be like in the same style as the Peter Jackson films? <sighs> That's the. I, you know what? I don't know if Peter Jackson's like attached to it in any way. So maybe you know not. what? That's what we thought about the Hobbit movies. Yeah, last minute and fucking came yeah in but and i think he was always going to be a producer or something like that i um, think that the greatest tragedy other than uh you know silent hills being canceled was the i never got to see my guillermo del toro hobbit movie God, that would have been oh, so dude. good i mean right even even peter jackson admits that he's like i was just burned out by that point and he was like we could tell I yeah, yeah. peter i we went could to tell. denny's i had your breakfast your hobbit breakfast yeah <laughs> Uh, so Your this Radagast is be, red pancakes or whatever they were called. So five season commitment from it's Amazon a lot, Tim. and a hundred to 150 million budget per season. Which is, uh, uh, an estimated seasons. billion dollars produced the whole show. If they go for five, seasons. <laughs> five seasons wow. is too many, man. I am Tim. Ooh. Hey, I mean, Amazon bought it, you know, the <laughs> second, uh, most rich man in the world now owns yeah. Lord of the Rings. So, oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's what you want. Right? Spaceship man, who is number one now, apparently. Yep. Well, build a fast car spaceship, and then maybe you'll be number one, Steve. What can I say? A fast, fast car spaceship. Is that like the fast car spaceship man? I mean, <laughs> I guess the he's thing... electric car spaceship man. And I thought. Hey, that car also goes fast. I think it's Tracy Chapman. So that's, I mean, isn't isn't it Tracy Chapman? Who is the richest person in the world? No, you're thinking of Elon Musk. Tracy Chapman wrote Fast Car, though. (laughs) Maybe Tracy Chapman should be the richest person in the world. Who Uh, knows? I'd prefer Tracy Chapman over Elon Musk, sure. Uh, Steve, I feel like we have lost the entire audience with this bit. I don't think it's a You bit. lost me. I don't even know what you guys are talking hey, about. Anymore. Moving on from this You're bit, like Charlie Chaplin doesn't have enough money. That's all I heard. Uh, Charlie Chaplin has enough money. Um, especially since he's dead. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, we yeah. got a little, we got a first, first look. And I'm going to read you. I'm going to read you this synopsis. Devin gave you the other synopsis, Tim. I'm going to read you this one. Okay. Yep. Tim, you with me? <laughs> I'm with you. Okay. Here we go. So the story of, uh, so it's going to start with, the blood feud of the clans Hanzo and Bihan. 
Uh, the 10-minute opening sequence kicks off in feudal Japan long before these fighters wielded supernatural abilities as Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and it ends in a pretty nasty hand-to-hand combat between the two. And then, boom, we, we smash to when we first meet Cole, he's in a really bad spot. He's down on his luck. I'm sorry, who? Famous Mortal Kombat character, Cole. Uh, He's down on his luck. He's kind of a washed up MMA fighter who used to be a champion, who used to believe in himself, who used to have a lot of hope in his career. It's all gone down the drain. It's a very interesting place for a hero to start. And I think that along the journey of Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat star Cole discovering (laughs) where he comes from, you're introduced to all these other iconic characters and elements that everybody loves so dearly. Um, so, so Cole is uh, uh, hold on. They're, they're both basing the reboot of the Mortal Kombat film franchise on a character no one has ever heard of, on like a, a whole cloth fabricated new character. No, Tim, I just told you about him, Cole. <laughs> yeah, no, but like he's not he's not Johnny Cage. Hold on, Tim. No. You know he's about the Luke birthmark Kang. on his chest, though, right? No, there's a it's birthmark. It's the symbol the of the Mortal Kombat symbol. It's oh, a birthmark it's... on his chest. That's. Uh, this is the it's plot to tie in. It's a unique symbol that <laughs> will eventually tie into the journey. Yeah, him and Johnny Cage have to put their bellies together and it and it finishes I was the dragon. Say, this is literally the plot to Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. You know what? Smashed I like that with, movie. Smashed with the plot from that one Simpsons episode where you find out that Mo used to be a boxer. Well, so, Tim, this movie, is, it seems like it's going to be R-rated according to the editor. Ooh, I hope so. McCoyd is still editing the film, but he already knows it's definitely not going to get a PG-13 writing. Why is he? Why did he say that as as Kano from the first Mortal Kombat movie? There's a picture of Kano on the screen. Okay. Right under, above the quote. Under the quote? Somewhere. Uh, Look at the picture of Jax here. And, um, uh, Uh, I'm sorry. That's Steve Harvey, I believe. Trying to not make the comparison, but it does look like Steve Harvey with robot arms. You know what? I'm okay with that. Um. Uh, so okay, uh, I guess. I guess <laughs> if we. Uh, I guess if we. <laughs> no, nobody was expecting this to be like amazing. Uh. But I guess if I. I don't hate the idea that they're like, let's just make a character because like no, there's too many main you. characters <laughs> in Mortal Kombat. So you know what, Devin. They had the opportunity. It could have been Ben Affleck's view. That's yeah. what they should have done. Here, no. now, fuck, fuck you. This is the story. Steve O'Tieri's Mortal Kombat. Okay. Twenty twenty one. We open up. It okay. says twenty twenty, and then we just see the fucking uh, portals of Outworld start open, or the portals of Outworld opening up on Earth, and people just going ape shit. Yeah. Ah! And there's fucking demons, and Shao Kahn comes out, and he's standing on top. St- Shao Kahn comes comes Who out of a Shao portal. Khan? Chris Damn it! I'm okay him. with both. I'm okay with both. <laughs> Keep going. He comes out of a portal in the fucking White House, and what? and uh, 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 President unnamed stands there, and he's like, oh, "I'm not gonna let you take my fucking room." It's President Johnny Cage. <laughs> Well, that's a really bad impression. But yes, let's say Johnny yeah. Um I'm uh, not going to let you take me room. So he immediately takes over Earth. 
And okay. Stryker is who we're following throughout all this chaos. And right. we're gonna make we're gonna make Stryker our odd man out instead of Cole, the MMA fighter. And so we're following Stryker as he journeys into um uh Outworld. Outworld. Otherworld, um, uh Netherworld. Outworld. Yeah. Netherrealm's hell. Um, Netherrealm is the name of the studio. Well, uh, no, Netherrealm in combat is hell. Um Well that's then, where Scorpion lives, right? There's a lot of realms. Yeah, there's a lot of realms because they're out, out, Outworld, Nether Realm, Earth Realm, it, Outworld, Edenia, Order Realm, Chaos Realm, Nether Realm, Dream Realm, Nightmare Realm. Oh, that's not canon. Sorry. We're not going to do a lot of those realms. <laughs> We're going to do so about two. It's just going to be the invasion of. It's going to be the Mortal Kombat 3 storyline where essentially they're coming to Earth. Okay. We never got that. No. So. Um, also, I don't care. So. Yeah. Maybe I should be <laughs> writing this. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, there's yeah. a lot of Mortal Kombat characters. We didn't need to invent one out of whole cloth for this movie. It's Cole. Yeah, but what, why, why not make Noob Cybot the main character? He's a weird shadow man. Yeah, he's or a bad Nightwolf. boy, dude. A Nightwolf, guys. Yeah. See, here's right. the thing. How come we can't have Luke Kang be the main character? Because he's always the main character. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, but like, that's the cool thing about Mortal Kombat is it's just... Enter the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. People go to an island. I, they I fight. would get okay with making Johnny Cage the main character. He's I mean, clean. that, was, that would work too. Way the most interesting one. He's he's always been the fun comic relief. And frankly, you can't like this character of Cole. You cannot have him and Johnny Cage exist in the same fucking show. It's like right. it, he's clearly just Johnny Cage. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Why, why make a guy and call him Cole when you could just have him be Johnny Cage? Oh, uh, right. what if? What if? I mean, they, I thought just by looking at the images, I was like, oh, that guy must be Johnny Cage. He's a he greedy pulls, Johnny Cage. He pulls up his belt buckle and it reveals that his name's Cole Cage. Oh, what? If, oh shit! And Cole Cage is an awful name. Well, so's Cole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's well, no, no. I'm saying like the full name of Colt Cage. That's a terrible name. Yeah. Well, yep. what if you find out his he he was like, oh my. Actually, if you look back, at like Cole is Gaelic for Cage, or something. You find out he is Johnny Cage, but it's, it's like there was some translation issue. Oh, that'll and still be stupid. And he's like, that's oh, everybody just call me Johnny. I'll, I'll still hate that. Check out my birthmark. So this is a movie, by the way, that I was hoping to get in like a week. But it they got said pushed. it was coming out January, but they pushed yeah. it up to April. Oh, yeah. They so uh, up Godzilla versus Kong. They did. And then you know what they also did? They pushed back Morbius. Oh, good. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, you, know, you know what? Shibiro Miyamoto once said, if you delay a movie, it's going to be good. Yeah, Wonder Woman 84 is great. <laughs> it's super good. Not I'm glad I didn't watch that. that movie. Tim? Hey, Tim, you know yeah. what? What? Maybe you should. I don't yeah, think I want to. Watch you know what, Tim? Movie, dude. You, I, I, whenever I think of you, Tim, you're the speedball of the podcast. <laughs> oh, what do you mean I'm the speedball oh, of the wait, podcast? Oh, wait, he's going to become penance later after he's, he blows yeah, up his school? Well, that's the thing. He's got to watch Wonder Woman to become penance. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. And then, Tim, every time you move, you stab yourself. Oh, I just uh, keep yeah. how bad that movie was. Yeah. Or to go Ray. I kind of like that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ray not to sound really Eggs Lordy. I kind of loved Penance because, like, he's like, oh, this is how I get really. And it just, he became a super powered character. 
when he's like, what if I just lived in a spike suit? And that's kind of <laughs> cool to me. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like it's it. Very, it's, it's, like, it's very Warhammer 40k to have a character who, you know. I mean. Powers up via pain. Because he's like, listen, I, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay, right? I'm not too bad. At speedball, I'm, I'm like, speedball. Yeah, I'm speedball. <laughs> it named I'm me after, anyway. I'm named after a drug. I'm not going to lie. Penance is a better character than Speedball. I mean, Sorry. I'm not going to argue that because yeah, Speedball would be a nice character. Uh, I'd rather be Speedball because then I wouldn't have to stab <laughs> myself every second of every day. Yeah, but then you, you can hang you with know. the big boys if you're Penance. You can't hang with anybody as You can't hang with the big boys if you're Speedball. I mean, clearly I was hanging out with the New Warriors when I blew up that school. Yeah, they are not the big boys. <laughs> no, no, they are the little boys for sure. Actually, no one hangs out with Penance um, Steve, yeah, I have on. a question for you. Um, you seem really into this movie called The Harder They Fall. The fuck are you talking about? You posted multiple. Oh, oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I've never heard of it. <laughs> you know, I question and asked and answered. Yeah, asked and answered. Yeah. I saw some cool screen. I you were posting cool like drool emojis and shit. I was like, oh, what is this? I, I was like, I've never heard of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Tim, they put up. Uh, there's a post of some cool screen grabs from this movie that's coming out. Okay. Called the, uh, the harder they fall. Uh, it's got Aegis Elba as a fucking cowboy looking all fucking nasty and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw this. This looked really cool. Yeah. yeah, it looked really cool. And Devin expected me to remember this from. What's you it, all, seven days ago, Steve. It's also ago? in the in the short list of the 384 podcast notes. So I did expect you to have some sort of thoughts on it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like I pulled it from the 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 showbiz section. I was like, oh, he he put it right in here. Yep. I, I uh, thought so maybe you'd. Like, I thought maybe you'd be like, oh my god, I saw this trailer cool for this movie. Cowboy. It looks so cool. cool. It looks cool. Those pictures look cool. That's all I have. That's all, all, right. all I have. All right, so you just do virtual signal. I got, I got it. I got it. Wow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you said the guy who talked about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, glad I said that. Um. So <laughs> Hey, Steve, don't ask me about Clarice. I don't know what that is. That's about fucking obvious what it's about. No, I, what are you talking about? So why would you even ask me about it? It says Steve? Clarice, CBS trailer, HD, Silence of the Lamb spinoff. How could you expect me to know anything about this <laughs> that I posted in the in the in the show breakdown? You know, uh, I actually I saw this trailer. Oh, this looks fucking terrible. It was this was mainly a, I wanted to ask Alani if he was down for this because I know he's, he's gonna say it. he's gonna say they canceled the fucking Hannibal. Why would they think this would last? <laughs> the, right. They canceled the Hannibal. The Hannibal was no, a good show though. Like the Hannibal is a great it's like show. The Hannibal. No, just get rid of the. Talks <laughs> <laughs> about Returnal. Yeah, I posted this to um to see if you were interested still. Because I was like, ooh, combat. I know you love the name. Whatever. I hate the name. What? I know, I know you hate the name, that, Steve. That was the joke, Steve. That's that's why I put it there. Um, It doesn't... Actually, I, 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 it doesn't I actually do have a, the real question is, is like, because I think you kind of dug it. You're, I just hate the name. Um, Is this something you're going to buy? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Are you <laughs> think okay, that's a Steve? no? No, it's... <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the fuck Returnal is. Uh, I'm looking it's at the it right now. Game. It's it the guys who like did. A... Um, it's the guys who did um, Rezogun, and then they did like two other games, 
and then oh, they said right, right. we can't afford to. This do is like this. a roguelike, like a shooter. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Returnal. Yeah, return after. Is this, return. That, is this the one that takes place in the Dead Space slash PUBG universe? No, no that's um, we else. could all be so lucky. That's like Saturn. That's some moon on Saturn, which still, still the weirdest thing I've ever. I, I think I've come across in 2021. I know we're early, oh, but the expanded that's... PUBG universe. <laughs> like what? Uh, I'm watching this uh, Returnal combat trailer right now, and I'm not particularly inspired by this. Yeah. yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to. You know, the cool thing about Resogun was, yeah, it like came out on the system when there was like no games. <laughs> well, Steve, I mean, to be fair, when this game comes out, how many? There's not going to be. I love I love my PS5 right now, but it's no, it's too late. Are slim right when's now, it, man. When's it come out? When's Returnal come out? I have no idea. That's awesome. They missed the window. I get everything the same amount of time. <laughs> the day one window would need it. You. you have three fucking months. If you don't put out bangers, you've got a dead system on your hand. It comes out in March, Steve. Oh, oh. dead system. March March nineteenth. It would have had to come out in February. Yep. You're dead. PS5. You get get out of here. PS5. So you can you'll just give away you'll just give your PS5 to Galani then. I mean, like, it's a dead system I, anyway. No, because you know what? That's that's like giving someone uh, COVID purposefully. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so 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 that's what it was like when I got a a, a Dreamcast. I just got a COVID console. See, no, you know what? That's not fair because Dreamcast I had bangers. Tim audibly Dreamcast had bangers. Yeah, Dreamcast had bangers. Let's be fair. Like w- within the three months, though. Yeah, dude, I really I don't, know. I don't know. Launch was Day Sonic one. Adventure, dog. Day one was Sonic Adventure, Soul Caliber, Soul Caliber. Yep. Oh, so so they just they just said we want the arcades, put them in there. Boring. Yeah, dude, uh, it was great. Well, listen, Tim. Arcades aren't a thing anymore. Power Stone, Power Stone? Was one too, right? Power you're not, Stone? you're not selling me on Power know. Stone. Um, I'm pretty sure Power Stone was a release game. Maybe I, I know. Devin you know famously hates Power Stone, and he I, hates the Dreamcast. I remember looking Devin dead in his cold eyes, and he, he was like, "You know, if there's one thing I hate, Steve, it's like a Dreamcast. It's Space like, Channel God. Five. He hates Space Channel Five. I remember Devin spit in my hand when I said I played Quake 3 on a Dreamcast. I did. So, launch did games. <laughs> uh, Sonic Adventure. Oh, Blitz 2000. Uh, Blitz 2000. That's not the league. Don't play. Soul Calibur. Power Soul I still Calibur. like Blitz. Still a big fan of Blitz. Yeah, Power Stone I was a launch game. The league is wonderful. Yeah, Power Stone is a launch. Dude, that's game. a that's a fucking killer launch list right there. The, you know what? It's a good launch list. Yeah, it's certainly better than the Demon Souls remake and nothing else. Uh, hey, Miles, Miles Morales. Morales, and that All game's. Right. A, I mean, technically, sure. that's a PS4 game as well. But yeah, I could also a, go to the arcade game an, and play Soul uh, Caliber. That's an expansion. Post. That's an expansion. Oh, do you had it? Are you had a Soul Caliber cabinet in your house already? No, I could just go and pay. You had, you had a Soul Caliber Pro in your house, Devin. Way less money and go to the arcade and spend five dollars instead. Hey, look, four hundred dollars for a Dreamcast and then another fifty bucks for now, fellas. That's your virtue signaling, Devin. We should stop that. You're right. Sorry, Idris. Um, <laughs> okay, Devin. I don't know why my Idris Elvis is also Kano. Yeah, 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 I don't know either. Um, Hydro Thunder, House of the Dead 2. 
I love House of the Dead. I, I was a, I was a typing of the Dead Boy myself because I'm a I'm a culture man of culture. I actually I, own Typing of the Dead Overkill on Steam. I'm <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, those games are fun. Yeah, it is a fun game. Uh, Ready to rumble boxing. All right, let's not get crazy here. It had Michael Buffer. <laughs> sure, it, he's not he's not wrong. I mean, yeah, but so did like every boxing I'll game. My quote, Tim. Oh, he's not wrong. I, I didn't realize that was fucking trademarked. Signed and delivered. I'm going to have to come up with a new one. Oh, Sorry. Go. Goddamn. Uh, packed, racked, and let's get them slacked. Oh, no. Yeah, try, try stacked. Somewhere. I think stacked over slacked would have worked better. Oh, here we go. Okay. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so, headline uh, Bethesda is making an Indiana Jones game. This was a big week. And I forgot to talk about all of this for games. Well, we didn't, we didn't really get the games yet, so... Shut up! Okay. That's where I'm going. That was the segue, dummy. <laughs> uh, Indiana so, Jones game. This is a 30-second trailer that only shows a hat and a whip on a table. Getting now, hold on, Tim. Shut up to you. <laughs> Whoa, okay. As I was about to say, this marks the week where the world found out that EA had lost the exclusivity of Star Wars. That's true. So, yeah. so this week still... we found out. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to let you finish. <laughs> uh, now that I've still, been uh... shut up there. No, no. So, so EA, I think the deal for EA, I think, runs up to 2023, technically. technically. So I think either there's some sort of loophole or like we won't expect because i guess we can just talk about now they also announced an open world star wars game by ubisoft so i'm saying i wouldn't expect that game until like 2023 yeah (laughs) Um, it's the team behind the division games which is actually kind of exciting because those are good games yeah they are fun that that you know what that literally it like does nothing for me and i don't know why sorry uh no it's just like i you know i I guess as somebody who plays a lot of open world like ubisoft games they tend to feel the same and there's like oh i agree at some point oh you were worried about loot in the fucking ea games at some point obi-wan is going to dive into a hay pile or something (laughs) right or or look from a a a very tall vantage point right i I don't know i'm just like this is gonna be season pass to death it's there's gonna be loot crates like i i just Ubisoft is really no better than EA, in my opinion. Um, like they, what they try to do, like what what the offer is on in like the Assassin's Creed game is still gross. It's like, oh, you want this thing? Mm. Just spend twenty bucks and you'll unlock all the icons. That's horrible. That Why is do horrible. Play those games. I mean, because they're good games, but it's like. They just throw it out there. And again, like the nice thing and the thing that Battlefront 2 got slammed for is like you need it to buy money. You need right. it to uh, buy money. Uh, you need it to spend money uh, and buy the, the credits or whatever. Yeah, the V-Bucks yeah. or whatever. Uh, Assassin's Creed and those types of games, like you don't need to. It's there, but it's like obnoxiously there. You right. Know? They're like, I mean, it's like a time skip thing, right? It's like avoiding the time sink yeah. of grinding your character. You can and just you know, buy levels or whatever. I'll be honest. I, I I think I was playing Odyssey and I bought I bought some things because I was like, yeah, fuck, show me the things. Show me the things. It was five bucks, whatever. But like, it's 
that up front and in your face that you're just going to be like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Like, what's five bucks for me to be able to get sweet, sweet loot? Man, remember um, two years ago when everybody was really mad that Devil May Cry 5 would let you buy red orbs if you wanted to? Yeah. And it, and well, look what happened. And it look really. Where, look, look where everything is now. That's the game you're going to get mad at? <laughs> that was I don't think you needed red orbs to no, buy. No, you don't. You don't. And like, and like, you really. And again, it's like, you kind of had to go look for them. It wasn't like anytime you died, it's like, you know, you can buy these red orbs. But who knows? Um, I just so massive not my kinds of games, so I I don't particularly care. Um, yeah, well, me, but so I don't machine know. I, games, I think an open world Star Wars game could be cool if done well. I don't know if it's. I mean, they said it was open world. They say it's single player <sighs> and it's story driven. So who knows? Um, yeah. We'll see. It'd be good, but uh, the far more exciting um, announcement was this Indiana Jones trailer. I mean, yeah. If bugs um, have a name, it's Bethesda. Well, so Machine Games is doing it, and they're the um, the, the Wolfenstein guys, which immediately makes me go like, "Is this going to be like a hyper violent first person shooter? Am I going to uh, kill <laughs> on the moon? Well, I'm going to kill Nazis. I know that much. Um, what happened here, guys? Indiana Jones's brain gets transplanted into a robot body. <laughs> so, do you think it's going to be first person? Yes. I mean, that's their, that's like their, their tableau, right? That's what they, that's their canvas. That's how they but paint. Like, do you, do you really, do you like, is that how you want to play an Indiana Jones game though? No, I wanted to, I wanted to play like Uncharted, but with a more likable main character. Yeah. Is this, okay. So one, since Xbox owns Bethesda now, right. Is this going to be an exclusive game? You think? Yeah, I mean, it has to be. You, it's gonna you be spent the money, dude. Make it exciting. right, and it's gonna be it's gonna be not released until 2023, right? Because the Lucasfilm or is it launch exclusive? I'll say. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. Exclusively not on PlayStation. Just like no, how Spider Man. At some point, like I don't think. Ago. I think I. I don't think so at all. I think that George Lucas guy he wants that Lucasfilm Lucas Games. What the you, fuck? Is you know, George doesn't have this. Is Disney, dude? No, I know, but they okay. So now there's a big change up. So now it's the new Lucasfilm Games label. Yes. Yeah. So, which I'm sure they'll back out of because they Lucasfilms is Lucas is like the most like schizophrenic game company ever. It's like they changed the name. They they're all in. They're all out. They're this. They're that. Like when they were yeah. LucasArts. I remember yeah. that LucasArts has yeah, some LucasArts. They have a lot of decent games. And then they became Lucasfilm and then Lucasfilm Games. And then, they became and then it was e. really like nothing. And then they're back right. to Lucasfilms or yeah, um, Lucas games or something like that. I mean, I mean I'm excited. I, I like Indiana Jones. I like Indiana Jones's game. I've I'm just saying if, if it's Indiana Jones instead of Nathan Drake. So if Spider-Man can be exclusive to a console, I think Indiana Jones can be exclusive. That's very true. He's got you there, Tim. <laughs> I with our what? <laughs> I think it's for sure going to be Xbox and PC exclusive. I mean, they spent a billion dollars on fucking Bethesda. To to use my new catchphrase, checkmate, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. Wait, so is it checkmate or is it checkmate, Tim? Checkmate, comma, name here. Okay. 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 I was going to try the shut up thing, but then I realized that it made people uh, apprehensive to me, uh, not want to approach me. Um, 
it made people leave dead air on the podcast while we waited for you to finish the thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. no, I need people to fill my thoughts in. These thoughts are filled with holes. You heard how I talked about that movie that I was excited for. I didn't even know what the fuck <laughs> the movie was. So it's very true. Uh, I think that a an Indiana Jones game could be cool. I feel like I, I feel like teaser trailers do nothing for me because I'm like I just want to see gameplay. No. You know, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm But then again, I mean, those how, are how long was it before? What was that about Cyberpunk? Oh, I said. I mean, gameplay trailers are lies too. Now, who, who the fuck can trap any? Still, I mean, if I had gotten to see what kind of game it maybe would be. That maybe would that be- was the thing. Maybe it is a first-person game where you're just sitting at a desk looking at things that Indiana Jones once used to own. Oh, it's a VR game. Categorize them into things yeah. to send to his ancestors. You're playing as Mutt, and Indiana Jones has died, and so you're putting all the stuff away to go into storage. Oh, yeah, you just talked to the lawyers, and yep. they just gave you uh, his last remaining items. Right, and it was just a whip and a hat and a newspaper. <laughs> You know what's funny is I think you could comfortably say that Shia LaBeouf is a better actor than Harrison Ford now, which is kind of a weird comment now, to make, knowing now. that movie exists. <laughs> hey, Harrison, I, I haven't seen anything with Shia LaBeouf in it in forever, so I can't speak to that. He's he, dude's a good actor, um, but I saw him cry on a car during a reading of um, some movie. They were they were doing some quarantine game. Where they were just oh yeah 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 he was like super high the whole time oh yeah fast times at Ridgemont High he was um he was what's his face Sean Penn's character and then he he cried cried on a car cried in a car not on a car Tim oh well I thought you said on a car God damn it (laughs) um that's cool Uh, I just thought it was funny that Tim said likable character. As in, like, more likable than Nathan Drake, but all I think of is like how unlikable Harrison Ford is as a person. How dare you? You know what, Harrison He's Ford? Like, I would. Sounds like a Nathan nerd, Drake is a murderer. Indiana Jones at least kills Nazis exclusively. Killed exclusively no, he killed Russians. He killed Soviets in the in the the one where he jumped into a refrigerator. Well, technically, he was nuked. Yeah, technically, he was nuked. So, you know, once you get nuked, you, you're not responsible for your own actions after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he was gamma irradiated Indiana right. Jones. Hey. <laughs> okay. Ah, you know what? Fair point. Indi- um, Apologies to Idris again. He could have been an Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, I don't I didn't watch the Pokemon Snap trailer. Is anybody? What's, oh, no. That, that was, check on that. Just more Pokemon Snap. It's coming out in April, which is cool. We got a we got a date. Do yep. you think that's going to be bad? No, I mean, do you, so think, do you think I should let me rephrase? Do you think we're going to be I, disappointed? Yes, okay. but here's the thing: it's because it's going. I feel like Pokemon Snap is going to be like Shenmue three. Oh, a masterpiece. People, people remember it being this great thing. And then when you actually play Pokemon snap in 2021, you're like, Oh, there's nothing to do here. Well, it's like, you're going to play it and you might be able to beat it 100% an hour. The best right. thing about Pokemon snap. And I didn't learn it until 2014 when I played it with you guys at John's apartment was that's secretly a party game. Yeah. You guys all get together. 
you get stupid, you take photos, and then you have Professor Oak judge your photos, and whoever he judged the best is the winner. Yeah, whoever got the uh, high points. Yeah, the high score. High points. What am I? I'm the high year old man. Oh, high points. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hand me, uh, hand me that paddle. I'll get the high points. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> Tim, do 10 feet tall uh, vampire ladies with huge tits get you going? Yes. That was a great trailer. I didn't even watch it. I was Resident Resident Evil Days coming up, guys. When when is it? It's the twenty first, so that's Uh, like Thursday. They've been teasing it every day by posting uh, an image of the inventory of all the Resident Evil games in order. So it was Resident Evil one, then two, then three. Now they're at four today. So then we'll get some shitty ones now. (laughs) Do you think we'll get the announcement for four remake? It's possible. It seems like their focus wants to be on eight, though. Like, yeah, I feel like they don't. Uh, they don't want to step on that dick. Because <gasps> once you yeah. once you say Resident Evil Eight's coming out, and then you're like, oh, by the way, Resident Evil Four footage. Here you go. You've stepped on your dick. People are gonna be like, oh, I don't need to play Resident Evil. I don't need my four. Unless yeah. unless there is like a direct tie between four and eight, because this is clearly a European village that is taking place. That's true. There's going to be a part where it's like, wait, your name's not Ethan. Your name's Leon. Yeah. So is the theory that the, the the giant vampire lady is going to be like nemesis? She better be. I've seen say that is Steve. And I was like, that would be fucking awesome. If it's a first person shooter where I am constantly running away from a nine foot tall European vampire lady. Cool. And no matter how much you shoot her, she doesn't stop. Oh no, she's coming at me. Uh-oh. Oh, I keep falling over. Oops. Oh no, <laughs> sorry. Oh, she oh, got no. me again. Oh, you got me again. Oh, this game's so hard. That close so hard. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking she'll probably be more akin to like uh, the Jack Baker from Seven, who was just yeah. like a constant a constant force to be reckoned with, and like. I really liked seven guys. I know I'm like, one. I know I, I, I really like seven too. too. I, John played seven in VR, which is why he's not crazy about he it. He played all in VR. He just, nah, he played it all in VR. <laughs> he uh, yeah. I feel like John, I, okay. Again, he's not here, but this is my theory about okay. how John's brain works. He just doesn't want to admit that it's good. That it's really good. He's like, it's because fine. It's He's like begrudgingly accepting that it's an okay game. And I'm like, Bro. but it's a very good game. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, not only is it very good, but it, it pulled it like it pulled a series that I was ignoring out of the gutter. Like, at, like I was like, I'm I mean, done with yeah, this. I, I completely agree with that, actually. Um, like, oh, Resident Evil 7. Like, if, if, oh, like Resident Evil 6. Well. Pass. Like Resident Evil Seven Pass, and I was like, "Well, what? What is this? It was first person, and it, there's a creepy family, and it looks scary." Also, that demo, that demo did a great job. Yeah, it was a very good demo. Yeah, 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 that too. And uh, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, there's no Chris Redfield. Well, there is a Chris Redfield, but he looks like a weirdo um, in that. Did I, I told you guys? Um, I like sat down and I start replaying Seven. And then I got stuck, and then I died, and I lost a bunch of save space, uh, or like I bought, I lost a bunch of save uh, progress, progress, and I was like, "Fuck!" Because um, like I, because I bought the gold edition, and I'm kind of annoyed at myself because I bought the gold edition, 
which is like all the DLC and everything, yeah, right? And yeah. I and I've never touched any of the DLC with the exception of one, which basically runs like an escape room. And I was like, this is wonderful. I love this so much. And then I just didn't I haven't touched it since. Um well now's the time, man. Get it get in on Risk Evil Week. Well, also like um the, the, I don't know if it was like pulling from my old save or what, because like when I bought it, I just essentially just downloaded the gold season pass or whatever. So I, mm-hmm. I got it, but I got all these, all the coins, like the, Oh, do extra damage coins. So I was just yeah, like yeah, running yeah. through, like I got like to the second Baker, like experience, like um, interaction within like the first, like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I uh, ran deep. I went deep into a room and got murdered by the mucky monsters. And I was like, God yeah, because I had I had the Wesker gun like I had the Wesker. pistol. Oh, so I was like, oh, I was just blowing through this game. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to do this and like play the Chris Redfield thing. Yep. Where he doesn't look like Chris Redfield and, and do all the other DLC. And I just. You're right. This or is the week really to do it, man. with Chris. Do they not know what that man looks like? Because I know they, what he looks like. I've seen him. You obviously don't pay attention to the lore, Steve. He keeps face-offing with other people. Oh, he's just like Trump and Biden. Exactly. (laughs) Just like Trump and Biden. You're right, Steve. That Chris at the end of Resident Evil 7 is actually hunk with Chris's face on it. You know what's funny? It's like clearly they're like, let's just base this off an actor. And then like in 8, they're like, let's make a goon again. (laughs) Like, make, like, let's make this like let's let's i'm sure it's based off of an actor but then they're like let's add goon face to this guy because we can't function without it let's give this guy somebody over there like, did you ever hear the story about a um and again i don't know the street fighter guy's name is it yoko yeah yoko Yo- taro that's not yoko taro <laughs> <laughs> street fighter i thought it was yoko ono that was oh, <laughs> you guys are so funny. There is that uh, photo of uh, Yoko Ono and Ryu on the cover of Rolling Stone. Yep. Yeah, so I can't. I, I don't know his name, but he was the guy. He recently left or something like that. But uh, at the very least, he was like the modern face of Street. Raul Julia. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and there was a story where this woman was like, this woman asked, she's like, "Hey, what's the deal with like? Why does Chun Li's thighs have to be so big?" And he apparently went on this like fucking 10 minute tirade about how he's like, that's what people are into. And he just very clearly and very honestly was like, I, this is my thing. Women <laughs> with giant thighs is my fucking thing. And don't you dare question me about this. I mean, that's, what we, that's what people do. Quentin Tarantino all the time about his feet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I guess that's a thing. Somebody, somebody who has a lot of pull is like, if Chris Redfield isn't a fucking golem, I don't want to release the game like fuck you like he was he he threw uh he flipped the table when he saw the end of seven so who the fuck is this clown who the fuck is this scraggly beard ass fucking string bean (laughs) i hate him he he can't beat up wesker looking like this this man punched boulder in half make i hate resident evil 5 but it makes so much sense that like after Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil Code Veronica, that you would just do a bunch of fucking steroids. <laughs> yeah, and just become the biggest mountain of a person you can possibly be. Like, 
oh, by the way, at some point we're all going to have to fight zombies, so I might as well be able to just punch them in half. Yeah, like, I guess the idea of him bulking up isn't insane, right? It's not crazy. No, not at all. <laughs> but, like, when he starts punching boulders, like, all right, this is getting a little silly. But, you know, you just, you can't shrink him down. I mean, well, they, clearly they he that big to fight the fat-titted vampire later. Yeah, dude. Well, maybe he is the fat titted. Who knows? No, he's the werewolf. He's one hundred percent. He's clearly going to be a werewolf. You wait, clearly, clearly yeah. a werewolf. Dude, there's yeah. going to be a point where he's like, "Oh, Ethan, I'll go fucking bit." Why is okay? It's what? because he's got the pea coat. When I see Chris Redfield wear that pea coat, I Oi. just in my head make him Cockney. Oh, I'm bit. Oh, I'm bit. Now I'm a I'm fucking bit. werewolf, Ethan. You better get the fuck out of here, or else me and that big titted vampire are gonna get you. I'm good like 29 days of the month, but occasionally you would you probably stay away. Oh, I think you should age. run, Ethan. Full moon tonight. Look at that, Ethan. Way to fuck this one up. <laughs> okay, sure. Ethan, like, I'm just a weird nerd who actually kind of sucks, but... Oh, I thought I killed my wife. You, you, know what the, you know what the weirdest part in Seven is? Like, I think bar none, uh-huh. is there's a scene there, near the end of Seven, like you're... you're you're facing off against the little girl and she's like showing you scenes of what happened earlier in the game. And there's a scene where your girlfriend is like tackling you, you know, when she first goes crazy, but it's from your, it's from a different perspective. So you see Ethan, what Ethan looks like for the, for like a split second in the game. And he has a gigantic head. (laughs) Like he has like a, he has like a max pain PS2 head. And I'm like, I this is so weird looking to me. I'll have to look that up because, I'll have to look that up because I don't remember his head being big. It, no, it, it's just he like he really okay, weird. he had like oh, a. No, oh, you I looked him up, Steve? Yeah, hold on, posting in the Discord. Yeah, post that thing. This is a picture. He's got like a big forehead, or there's something. No, oh, no, got, but he's got big dumb hair. It's all poofy. Yeah, but in the scene, in the I'll, I'll try to find like the oh, actual uh, scene and I'll uh, post the, it okay. in the Discord. But it's just like he's like, oh, get away from me! And I'm like, why is your head so big? Right? It's just so it's weird looking, dude. But, um, what path did you guys take in that for in seven? Well, I did, did both. You... Oh, you. <laughs> but uh, uh, my first run was I fucking I took Zoe. You know, I was like, come here, come here, babe. That's... Wait, Zoe's the other girl, right? Zoe's the yeah, not yeah. I mean, Mia's I... your wife. Mia's yeah, your wife. Girl, I was like, Zoe, you're with like, me. Mia tried to murder me three Mia different times in this game. You <laughs> go, like, this bitch cut off my hand. Yeah, and also, <laughs> I, and to the game's credit, Mia is legitimately scary. Like yes. I'm like, oh, she's scary. Terrifying. I don't want to be around her. That, like, and then I felt bad because then you that killed whole her. opening chapter with her is like legitimately terrifying. No, no, and again, when I ran through it, like even when you run through it and like with all that stuff, like you don't have the equipment, you don't have, you don't hit the, you don't get a chest yet, so you're still like nothing. Yeah, that's before you meet the rest of the family, right? And she fucking, she like breaks through, like you, she has the chainsaw, then she like comes through the the one window upstairs and climbs down. You're just in this room when she has a chainsaw, and it's fucking scary. It's like no, no, thank you, game. I think what made seven work for me was the body horror aspect though. The like losing limbs and then just like gluing them back on with the magic juice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man. I got a good game. Did you guys fuck up uh, when you're in the room with Jack at the beginning and he like cuts off your leg and makes you crawl over to it? 
No. What are you talking about? That ever happened to you? I don't remember this. Wait, if, okay. In the beginning, like after you uh, meet the family and you like rock back and forth out of the chair or whatever, and you uh-huh. first get to start playing the real game. The yeah. part where Jack is like Kool-Aid manning through the walls and shit. If oh. you don't hide from him, like the tutorial, the, he like teaches you how to use the healing juice. If he catches you, he grabs you and cuts your leg off like at the calf and then he sets it down on the ground in front of him and kneels in front of you and makes no, you close to it. Oh, I was too scared to get caught at that moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I was getting the fuck out of it. That is uh that is very reminiscent of like the um that fucking Far Cry game where it's like if you just wait in the room, he's like, Oh, okay. And then you then you just get the ending. Okay break all your bones back into shape yeah that is scary tim yeah so like i it it can it it's uh you know the room like right in that part where you have to go down into the crawl space yeah yeah yeah. or whatever yeah that white room like that's where it happens like if you wait too long if you spend too much time exploring the house before you actually start going down that way what happened to Mm me on like my third run was i walked into that room and jack kool-aid man in through the wall and just like fucking threw me on the ground and ripped my leg off and maybe put it back on and then he leaves and then he leaves uh because he's like wandering the house and then after that point he will kill you but the game was like effectively teaching you oh here's how the magic juice works you need this to fix your health yeah that's um you get one yeah that's probably that's pretty much it he's like here you go dumbass and then he just leaves i'm like oh i guess i'm alive still i thought sure if he caught i would be dead this is this part i was freaking out i was like ah um yeah Great game, Resident Evil 7. Um, yeah, I, I personally love it. Pretty long, guys. Yeah, so, it's been a minute. Any final words before we jump over post-show? Um, uh, just want to say I started Yakuza Like a Dragon, and that game fucking rules. Yeah, dude, I can't wait to play that. Does it? It's on sale nice. at uh, Best Buy right now. Oh, physical. Oh, barf. Steve can't do that. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Wait, what are you playing it on? PS4. Because it's $35. Oh, I'm sorry, what? PS, PS4? PS4? Here we go. Here we go. Hey, Tim. Yeah. Do you want to say this one with me? My catchphrase? Uh, Yes. Uh, Checkmate, Tim. Checkmate, Tim. Checkmate, fucko. Right? By the way, guys, uh, congratulations, John. Yeah, Yeah, congrats. Congratulations, Chris. The first anti fan base. <laughs> yes. Uh, Chris, congratulations for getting poop shot back into your butt from a sub pump. Yeah, that's, that's pretty dangerous, dude. Well, I, we hope his, his butthole skin didn't tear. You know, he's the Johnny Knoxville of our group. Yes. You're hey, the young. Uh, this one's called Sump Pump. <laughs> hey, this is Galani, and this is a. Uh... Jimmy, you're the Bam. Oh, oh man. No. <laughs> well, actually, that's. I mean. All right, name me. Looks I'm not the Ryan Dunn, I guess. Name me f- like five jackass characters. Characters, not people. You know, people, right? There's... It sounds like post show material. Oh, to me, but... Yeah, this is post show. No, my point is, is the you know, you if you're not one of like the four memorable ones, and then Ryan Dunn, who is unfortunately dead. Steve uh, Chris Lampus Lapis. See, I don't know who that is. Uh, he's the other dude on Wild Boys. <laughs> Okay. Chris Pontius. Chris Pontius, thank you. Yeah. Um, Wee Man. Oh, all right. You know, Steve, biggest biggest jackass fan I know. 
Uh, Preston Lacey. Yeah, good team. Wow, okay, guys, sorry. Shit. All right, we jump on over to the Jackass podcast. We're going to do all the posts. <laughs> 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 